you want. Sweet chocolate, chocolate malted candy, gumdrops, anything you want. You've come to the right man because I'm the candy man. Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode number 79, and tonight we are reviewing Candyman and Reminiscence. So it's been a couple weeks since we have been here. How you guys doing? Well, <laughs> yeah, doing well. Can't complain. Had to take a week off of drinking. Yeah. You did? I took this weekend off. Oh. Didn't really drink anything. Yeah, I didn't really either. Like maybe a couple beers, but yeah, nothing crazy. Uh, we did not post anything. Failure on our part. But I blame uh, you two. I'm not we in charge of the Instagram anymore. <laughs> well, Josh was one that suggested it twice, and it didn't happen. So I blame we, the corn people. <laughs> we were the corn um, people. <laughs> we're up in uh, Sheboygan you know having people? a little boys trip. Drank lots of beer. That we did. Did lots of drugs. All of them. Everyone. Name it, we did so it. So it was a good time. Motrin, Tylenol. <laughs> antacids. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> there was antacids involved. That's what's I know funny. there I know. was. It's like, I got Tums on deck He's at like, all like, times. anyone need any? I'm going down to get some. So yeah, just a little uh, summer getaway. We usually try to go up once a year with, with some friends. And uh, yeah, obviously we couldn't record, so... We are back. Hi. There wasn't um, wasn't really anything big last week anyway. You know, not not that couldn't wait. Exactly. So we're here for a double feature this week. Boom, bam, bop. Locked it in. So yeah, you want to get into this beer? Yeesh. Actually, I want to mention something. Mm. Okay. It has nothing to do with beer or movies. The floor is yours. But it has to do with... Go for it. Stuff we like. Did you... I know Joshua saw this, but Kyle... Did you see what's happening in Chicago starting October 15th, 2021? Chicago and October 15th. Mm-hmm. I doubt if you can get I know. No. <laughs> they are Not having... Off the top of my head. They are starting an, the office and the office, the office immersive experience. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And they're building set pieces and stuff. Yeah. It's going to be Shroot Farms, like the office, the warehouse. You get... You pay like 37.50 yep. and you get a name badge too and you get to go and experience the office. So and, we're going. And groups. Mm. So you can get a private group that's more mm. or you can just have. It's like I 600. Mean, you can, you sign 10. up for a time slot anyway. So right. you could just sign up for the same time slot. And yeah, I, and I'm actually off that weekend, but it doesn't have to be that weekend because they're doing it until like January or something. right? So it yeah. is limited time. It's not going to be there. No, until January okay. something. Okay. Yeah. And I But October fifteenth is a banger weekend. I'm off that weekend. I know, but But that's when Halloween Kills comes out. Well, no, I mean also uh Travis. Well That'll be two weeks from that's now. That's after that, yeah. Or a week after that. One oh, week he after comes the week after that? Uh, I think so. The twenty second. Oh. Holy shit. Did you see I like just got this this untapped update. Yeah, <laughs> I did too. It? <laughs> Yeah, I I just just it. Oh, still. you just now, I've had that with the dark mode and everything now. Mm-hmm. It looks great. Yeah. Hopefully they fix the search. But anyway. I found this beer pretty quickly. <laughs> I'm 100% going to that. Yeah, absolutely. I am not going to miss that. No. So I wanted to pull this up. Um, arrives October 21st. So. So would be the week after. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. So could make it. Yeah, we could. 
don't know how much of a fan he is, but I mean, that's also adding three and a half. That's a lot of travel also to go to Chicago. Yeah. I say we we could try try. November though. Like we could all. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm going. Oh yeah. And I would like to go with you guys. So. Oh yeah. Definitely. Well, it's going to fall on you more than us. I have other, every other weekend. I know, though. so we're going to have to figure <laughs> out that. <laughs> we have every single weekend. Uh, and it's the office, true. so I will make time for it. But that it sounds like one of the best things ever. I just don't want it to... I don't know how they're selling tickets. I don't want it to be sold out. So we should try to start. I they, have even, they just started selling them, I think. I know, but I'm just saying we probably sh- it's the office, so... I know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Better find our weekend it's and... Um, get it locked in it's almost bigger now than it's like ever been so true thanks to the pandemic yeah. that is true okay now now let's get into this beer uh so this was a tavor pick um so none of our individual choices uh but our so collective choice our collective choice sure um i guess i'll read the name it's uh it's called all jokes aside so this is a sour-fruited ale from Three Sons Brewing, brewed in collaboration with Brulahan, both from uh, Florida. Three Sons is out of Dania Beach, Florida. Brulahan is from Pembroke Pines, Florida. Um, this is, let's see. Does this, doesn't something, what's the name of like honey? What's like, I feel like Brulahan for some reason has something to do with like honey. <clears throat> I don't um, know. Well, I mean, their picture looks like it is some kind of like meth. Yeah, it's like a molecular <laughs> organic structure. chemistry. Like I can't see it enough, or else I would. It just has. I don't know if those are letters or symbols, but it's circles. Yeah, but those yeah, are oxygen molecules. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. If it's a letter, then it's the oxygen. But and the rest are carbon. If there's no letter. Uh, no, there's the two. Can you see it? No, picture? it's tiny. Well, I'm looking at. Anyway, I'm sure you can look it up on not on Untapped. Uh, I'll read the description. They're a mead company. Oh, there you go. I knew it. I feel like some like the chemical in honey has is like something. Lahan looks too simple, but maybe looks like meth. <laughs> oh, duh. It's in the description. I didn't even <laughs> just got to that. Uh, if I read the description, we would know. So here it is. A collaborative breakfast sour ale with acai, blueberry, almond, coconut, orange blossom, and wildflower honey brewed with our friends from Brulahan Mead Company. Oh, so, yeah. There you go. Not we would have known that. if we read the description. <laughs> we would have just read two more <coughs> sentences. Um, this is clocking in at 8.5% ABV. Big Very boy. strong. Uh, zero IBUs, so I'm guessing that means unavailable. And this must have dropped in ratings because this is at a 3.97. And well, Tavor only serves uh, four or higher. To be fair, it only has like 500 and some ratings. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. We can actually, we could probably bump it up if we We might actually <laughs> bounce it. Yeah, bump it up. All right. Um, it has literally no rating. Like recent. Oh, that's friends. There it is. <laughs> oh, somebody gave it a one. That's what they killed it. <sighs> Dumbass. It's not. Come on. Like what's the yeah, they, uh, they really you they, never trust a, like a one. Oh, so we have a, we actually have a discrepancy. I was going to say because it doesn't talk about 
So the our, orange blossom. Mm, nope. So our can, and it doesn't mention cinnamon in the uh, yep. untapped. So they changed so it So we have two different flavor descriptions on the can, which I would go by the can. Uh, this says sour ale with coconut, almond, blueberry, acai, cinnamon, and honey. And this is on the can, it actually says 7.5% ABV. Mm. So that's a full percentage drop. Interesting. The color can looks art. awesome. Oh, on the uh, the pour. Ooh, it looks like a smoothie beer. It does. Mm-hmm. Well, it is a sour fruited and a Berliner fruited Berliner Weiss is a smoothie beer, right? No. Uh, are you sure? Yes. <laughs> it's just that's just because side. it's a fruited Berliner Weiss doesn't make it a smoothie beer, but that's usually yes. what smoothie beers are from right made from they can they are used as a base a lot of the right. time yes but the actual style but it's not style mutually exclusive yes but yes most smoothie beers have a similar base <laughs> keep cold drink yesterday damn it like that <laughs> i'm sure you do kyle okay uh oh yeah i was just gonna mention the can art it's an acai bowl on the front and a what is this called honey something comb no. oh no a honey stick, <laughs> stick. <laughs> Duh. oh no it's a honey it's stick. a co- it's a co- <laughs> no it does have a name i know i'm trying i don't know what it is though honey, oh, honey dipper <laughs> honey dipper it might be that honey does sound stir. pretty good <laughs> well anyway i don't think <laughs> it shouldn't be this complicated boys it's a honey Anyone stick that's, uh seen or honey even dipper. the original candy man dipper. This ties in perfectly with our with our movie, which yeah, we was did planned this, way ahead of time. Yeah, oh yeah, we were we're just like very uh, <laughs> cerebral about our approach to beers and Tabor uh, picks. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I haven't even seen the original Candyman, so I didn't even know bees were in it. Never seen the pic, the uh, original poster, the eye with the bee. Yeah, with the bee. No, oh, I don't remember. I, even <laughs> if I saw it, dude, it was very. From the I, 90s. I feel like it's very iconic. Though. Yeah, like just it's like looking at movie posters or VHS tapes or whatever, you'd have seen it. At Maybe. some point in your life. It's one of the like marquee horror villain or horror avatars, I'd say. Yeah. And that was uh what was Eric talking about? So there's only one left now of the old ones that needs a n- new one. Only one? Yeah. I doubt that. There's that he's looking that. for. Oh, they okay. Of like which what he can of the iconic Hellraiser. Oh yeah. Oh. Which good one. Which they are apparently a uh, uh, straight to Hulu. One is oh, being a show made. or a movie? I don't rem- know. I think movie, but mm. I don't know for sure. That'd be a good Straight one. to Hulu movies. I don't know. Unless they're acquired by Hulu. I don't know about that. I don't know. They're not either. on that level. Yeah, we, had to, we would have to look to see either, if it was so. actually straight to Hulu or if Hulu did pick it up. And it's just going Well, it's not to made Hulu. yet. So if yeah. they're already in business with them, then that's like you could say it's produced by Hulu, which is who knows. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Ready to drink this beer? Yeah. Any foam, Jacob? (laughs) No. It smells like old beer. Like beer that's been sitting out. Mm -hmm. Hmm. You can taste the honey. Ooh. (laughs) Whoa. The honey is <laughs> very present. There's some chunks of something in there. Jacob? There's some sediment. P- prepare yourself. <laughs> <I'll> thank <laughs> you ready? for letting me know because that You're little welcome. mucus <laughs> ball. What I beer got. was that? I don't remember. It was uh, a stout. Sumo or? Was it Sump? the sumo? No. No, no, no. It was later than that. Sump was pretty It was kind of recent. 
I don't know. It was good. And then all of a sudden this like snot ball came in my mouth. I don't Very know about smooth. this one. It's not like it's it not my favorite. It kind of has that smoothie feel. It tastes like, it's like a mead. It's a little bit thicker. <laughs> it literally drinks. Yeah, like it a tastes mead. like a mead, which is we love mead. But and does it work in this for you? Yeah, but I would. I don't know. Definitely got the blueberry honey. Would you ever coconut, order it again? Acai is what I'm saying. Not too much cinnamon or almond yet. It has a lot going on. I get almonds, but like slivered almonds. That's probably the chunks in the can. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't get a chunk. Chew it up and see if it's nutty. I don't have any sediment. I haven't gotten any yet either. No. I'm definitely getting cinnamon. Yeah. I think cinnamon and honey kind of go together a lot. Yeah. Like the flavor profiles are pretty similar when you're... When you're not drinking or like tasting them exclusively. The cinnamon and honey like balance each other out. Like I had, I just had a cafe disco from Yum. Pigeon Hill. Not very good, but very strong it. cinnamon, like super cinnamony. So maybe that's why going, that was literally the last beer I had to this. It's like obviously a step down. I enjoy it, but it's definitely uh very, there's a lot going on. I but taste wise, just off of the, off the cuff, like, I think it's good. I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. It is okay. I love honey though. So, you ever get that honey that has like the whole chunk of like bees, honeycomb, honeycomb. in it? <laughs> bees comb. The honey dipper. It's been a long day for me. <laughs> the beeswax. <laughs> so a little bit more on because I was just looking up Hellraiser, directed by David Bruckner. Who did Southbound? He also did Night House. This is out right now. Southbound. Yeah. Never heard of that. What the fuck is that? Oh, and also the Ritual that was on Netflix. Ooh. I and it's that. Uh, Clive Barker is writing it along with. Oh, Clive Barker's writing it along with David S. Goyer. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Hmm. Well, Hellraiser was a comic, wasn't it? Yes, based on a Clive Barker comic. There you go. I so like Clive Barker. Sense. Didn't he have that video game? Yeah. He has a Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. I watched uh, yeah, uh. a couple of Yeah, it was already. really originally based on a comic or the novel called The Hellbound Heart. I have not seen the original. Eric was talking about it. I have it. seen it. I've and seen it once. It was a long it. time ago, though. It's very um, almost like religious, like very. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is an interesting. It's a very interesting story. Movie. Very People say those are ones that get like better too as the series goes on, and not like as they go on. But there's the sequels are some of the sequels are better than the original. Yeah, because they they help build the yeah yeah the world. I I'm interested in seeing it. I have it was on Netflix. I need to like watch all these ago. old horror movie ones. I know I want to watch Candyman. I haven't Man seen Candyman. I haven't seen. I I mean I have seen like Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth and but forever Halloween now. But I haven't seen Hellraiser or Candyman. I think people have a lot of nostalgia and affection for them, but they're not like super highly regarded. Some of them aren't. I mean, like as just as films. They're like iconic, but not pretty well rated. Yeah. Holy shit. Candyman was from Clyde Barker. Hmm. 
Interesting. He was the Stephen King of his time. Based on the book, The Forbidden. <laughs> Clive Barker. Wasn't that it? Was Clive Barker also the book of blood or whatever it was? Skin? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, what was the last movie we watched with? The, uh, doesn't matter. Night that something. He did? Night. Ah, I forget. I'll look it up. Nightbreed. Nightbreed. Um, well, speaking of Candyman, it was Book of Blood. Are you ready to get into Candyman? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, I should pull it up. Oh, here it is. So we're starting with Candyman. Uh, Candyman is written by Jordan Peele, Wynn Rosenfeld, and Nia DaCosta. It is directed by Nia DaCosta. It stars Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, uh, Tiana Paris, Nathan Stewart-Jarrett, and Coleman Domingo. Plot synopsis reads, a sequel to the horror film Candyman that returns to the now gentrified Chicago neighborhood where the legend began. Let's take a listen to a clip. Have you guys heard of Candyman? Okay, ready? Candyman. 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 Not today. Not today. Two more times. Candyman. One more. Candyman. Well, we're still alive, so. All right, what did you guys think of uh, Candyman? I did enjoy it. I mean, I liked it. Oh, damn it. I liked it. Still dead. I liked it. (laughs) Oh, oh, it's really dead. dead. Oh, it's dead, dead. It's dead, dead. It's bringing it back to life now. Trying to. Uh, yeah. I feel like it. General thoughts, Jacob. Bring yeah. it in. I <laughs> enjoyed it, but I feel like it didn't hit the potential I thought it could. Mm-hmm. And looked beautiful. Yes. Loved how it looked. I don't know who the cinematographer was. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I got it right here. Keep going. But. It, that was the be- that was the highlight of it for me. It wasn't weak in any really any area per se, but it just it seemed more simple than I thought it would be. Like I get what it was saying from the beginning, like right mm-hmm. in the beginning, it said what it was saying. It didn't really say any more than that. I just kind of played off of what it started as, and but overall, I enjoyed it, and I. I don't know if I'm excited to like go back and watch it again. Definitely not anytime soon. So, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, acting overall pretty good, except for one glaring. Clyde. Who's Clyde? <laughs> the art guy. The art guy. Clive, the guy that dies. Yeah, the, Clyde, the guy, Clive. the art dealer. Like oh. the first. No, <laughs> it was the kid. He was terrible. Yeah, the young, oh my young, God. Burke, young Burke. So bad. Like, he was pretty bad. <laughs> it was glaringly bad compared to the rest of the movie. It just Both stood out. Both parts, too. Like the yeah. beginning and then the, when they bring him back, I was like... Uh, when yeah. they brought him back, especially yeah. he was talking into the bathroom, like, <laughs> I know. oh my goodness. <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was really bad. I do agree. I think that was the voiceover 
Like, I don't think he was actually, that was like him actually talking in that scene. It felt like that was like, why would they do that though? They do that sometimes. They a lot do, of movies do I that. I mean, yeah, they, but you can usually tell when it's ADR and I, I like ADR. It yeah. wasn't I couldn't think, I was gonna super say aware. I mean, they, if they did do that, then it would have been like, they would have tried to sync it up perfectly and like, but I, I don't know like what the reason, like that. I don't know what the reason would have been. They, they would have had good audio from that. Like, yeah, it's sense a tight quarter, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was it took me out. But yeah. It also pacing started strong, ended weak. I don't know. Is this supposed to be a franchise? <laughs> going well, on? I mean well, it's technically a sequel. It's so. already a franchise. Okay. Is there <laughs> go- going to be another sequel? I would assume depends on how maybe? this does. Yeah. It's gonna do well. This was the most full uh-huh. theater I've been to. We, since. There was like six people. I mean, was there six? Yeah, there was two. Two or I only heard two other people come in. Yeah, so I thought was, it was. I thought there no, was there was someone you were me there. Me and you, and then two other people. No, there was like six or eight. Okay, I never turned. Around. Well, I did go on a Friday night. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was like twenty people there. Yeah, when we go on Sunday afternoon in Jackson, it's dead usually. No matter what movie you go to. Yeah, but this was the most I've seen in an audience. The, car, the parking lot's always packed, but there's never. I'm like, where? Not always packed, but always there's a lot of cars. But yeah, it's like if it's they're going. Amount, I mean, there's going theaters. to this to the mall. Why are they so far back? Oh, well, I mean, they could be going to the theater, just different movies. I mean, it's a pretty uh, big yeah, theater. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's got ten screens of all at least hundred to hundred fifty seats. They're all going to see Paw Patrol. That yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's I probably true. Surprised. Yeah, highest rated movie probably showing right now. <laughs> Kids love Paw Patrol. <laughs> Critics love Paw Patrol. Is it that high? <laughs> It had 100% at one point. Oh. It's like when it came out. I don't care about Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> well, I'm just... But yes, I mean, that's it all is, positive. Yeah, sure. Anyway, <coughs> they'll be done. Sure. Um. Yeah, I, I actually liked it Um. quite a bit. I The biggest flaw of it, I think, is character development. I also think that it needed to be at least two hours to get... Oh, God what I think needed to be done because I think that that would have helped build up the story of Candyman a little bit more. I don't know if you needed to maybe see the first one to know like the full Yeah, as I say, you have scope. a whole other hour and a half to, to watch. Yeah, but... And that, that plays off the lore right there. This is like this 20 point. years later. 20, 30 years later. It's a sequel. It does say. Yeah, if well, I did not know, know it was a sequel, yeah, though. If it's a sequel, they... Sh- you they can the assume that you already know. I don't read synopsises or anything about movies because I don't want to go in. I agree. I'm with you. So, um, but yeah, character, like, I think, like, if this is going to be a movie that's going to try and bring people back into or introduce new people to the to the lore and the the ideology that is Candyman, I think that this could, should have tried being more of a standalone with nods back to the original versus like wait you're saying it should try to do that you don't think it is that already no i think that i didn't get enough <clears throat> i i feel like you the backstory of Candyman could have been a lot bigger mm-hmm. than what it was in this movie and then like kind of toward the end it just kind of like warp speed and try to like throw everything at you that's that was saying Candyman. like it felt pretty good the first like two acts and which like, which i think could benefit ha- being maybe not two hours but another 20 minutes at least i think it could have helped out a lot in this movie because like i said character development you don't really get a lot 
from these characters. Like you don't really care about them. <laughs> I, I, at least I didn't. I mean, it just kind of was like, I don't know. The dev- the evolution was just kind of lackluster a little bit. But overall, I, I mean, like you said, I think it looked really good. Not because of the cinematographer, because looking at his credits, all very. Not, what, is that a, what does that mean? I think it has more to do with the director, <laughs> or the. I think it has more to do with the direction than the actual cinematographer. But it was collaborative good, effort, yeah. Sure, but I mean, he did like American Pickle, Happiest Season. He just did the most recent film on Netflix that has TikTok chick in it. Who? <laughs> Edison Ray. Oh. Mm-hmm. Here, what? Here's you, what you get. I mean, the guy's got to work, right? He's made four movies in the last year. Yeah. So maybe this one inspired him to do better. I mean, Love Simon. I've never seen it. No, the two after this were. That's a highly rated that movie. Uh, the the overnight was a great movie. I don't I don't remember the cinematography exactly. I enjoyed American Pickle. I'm not so, saying that. And it didn't look bad. Yeah, but I think it has more to do with the direction than the actual guy. This is also probably one of the bigger movies he's worked on, if you think about that. True. So give him give him enough leeway and budget and he could be really good. Sure. Don't know. Well if he keeps doing this. I mean he's been around he's been established for well. But all small movies. Sure. Just saying. Um looked great. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Give my boy John some cred. Yeah. John, you did great. John I know you're listening. Gearless Gulus Syrian. Um, but yeah, and also Jordan Peele had his hands all over this movie. <laughs> and I love Jordan oh, Peele. Yeah. Okay. I have something. So Jordan Peele, I loved Get Out. Loved mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Masterpiece. His magnum opus. His first movie. <laughs> One of two films he's made. But then like all ever since that movie, like us. I didn't really like. I thought it was really pretentious. I hated us. Yeah, I liked us. I did not like us. I felt so pretentious, and I felt that was the one where I'm like, okay, people just like this because they like the first one. Because Get Out was great. Us, yeah, was just like, let me put in a bunch of symbolism stuff that doesn't mean anything, but it makes me look very complex and deep. And then he did. He was a producer for the Twilight Zone, which I heard was trash. I have Mm -hmm. not watched it. But I've heard not good things about it. Yeah, and I love the good. Twilight Zone. And then now there's this. And I mean, while I enjoyed it, he wasn't director, but he produced this as well. He did one other thing. Yeah, but his name on it, too. Uh, tw- Lovecraft count Country. Was it? No, it was, I thought it was something else. Like a movie. Not he a did show. that Lovecraft Country. Okay, too. but I think, it, I think I'm thinking. He's only movie. written four movies, though. The so two, just because two, he's producing one, them doesn't mean as much. But he to me. wrote this one. Yeah, he's only wrote four. I know, and of the ones he wrote, the only one I thought was good, really good, was get out. Get out. Mm. But that's you. I don't. I don't know. I'm sorry. Us was I, like revered. It's very revered. I don't get why. Eighty-one Metascore. Yeah, but I again, it just I don't know. That's you. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I think that Jordan Peele has a very... You're one of them. 
<laughs> has a very good way of instead of us <laughs> of creating um very good way of creating like uneasiness and it's like the way he writes is very unsettling and um he definitely has his own has a style that's very yeah, dark. Yeah, this felt like him. It felt like a peel movie. Yeah. Definitely feels felt in that realm of of what he does best, but yeah. Is this better than us? Yes, by a long shot. Me, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my turn. Um, I liked Candyman a lot. I was loving Candyman up until the end. Yeah, that was so good until the... So, yeah, I think we're actually all in agreement there. The warp speed end. Yeah. Um, I did, yeah, obviously looked great. That was one thing I was going to point out. Jacob, of course, had to steal that. No, but uh, there were some great shots. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Reds, too. Some reds. A lot of blues. Yeah, there's some great shots. I'm trying to remember the one that like... I love the opening scene. Like made a mental note of it in the theater. Now I'm going to have to remember it. But anyway. um, Yeah, the acting, like like you said, was strong from the main characters. Um, The writing was good as well. Again, up until like a certain point where I felt like... They were building like this lore, right, and this these building these uh, social issues, uh, modern social issues into this story, which was all working for me again up until like the end, and that that stuff is still impactful. But just how the movie ends that um, plot thread, I didn't love. I know exactly when it turned for me. Yeah, we'll I know get the into exact timestamp. Spoilers like, here. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I liked it a lot, and I liked the look of it. The music, the feel, like you said, mm. it's it's a very, uh, it's not, it's not scary, which is another issue. Okay, it's a horror I'm movie that's not scary that at all. It was not scary, and and they do like they have like these moments that you kind of feel like are supposed to be horrific, but they're they they don't really ever go there, which is weird because it's it's a hard R, right? There's so much gore and violence in this that like they really could have pushed the envelope a little bit with the imagery and I don't really feel like any of the imagery is going to stick with me yeah I actually want to comment on that because I wonder also how like general audience will think about this because you know yes the kind of movies we enjoy like hereditary or midsummer they're not what you can they have horrific parts that just but it's mostly like that tension atmosphere type whereas like Candyman, i feel like has that kind of feeling of like a slasher violent jump scares and it didn't yeah. really have that so because <clears throat> when, usually when you're in a theater with a movie like that you get all this do ah, like i didn't hear anything it was like it was in the middle yeah. it was trying to be it was trying to be those movies not trying to be those movies i shouldn't say that it had it felt kind of like those movies but kind of like the others like right in the middle like a little bit of slasher, a little bit of atmospheric horror, and it just not like you have to be one or the other. I like it. I like that it was neither of them. It's kind of its own thing, but it doesn't do either of them. It doesn't beat. It's not special because of that. Like it still doesn't stand out. You know, yeah. there's not really like I'm trying to think of like a moment that you, I'm good. That's gonna be like burned in my brain. There's just none of that. Yeah. See, like I just feel like it could have been benefited maybe from leaning more to one me you know you can have both but i 
like hereditary like going back to that it has both but it also just builds this sense of dread which that's what i love i just want this pressure this dark where you're like this chilling feeling what could happen and just horrificness i don't really i'm not into the jump scare thing it doesn't ever get me anyway but that's what that's another thing that was like i i forgot to comment when you said that it's not this I don't feel like this had any jump scares or they no. didn't like set up. Any, I mean, not like in the traditional like when he's looking up at the mirror and yeah, but you saw the face already. Yeah, like a lot of things they don't then, like, like they, it's there. not set up to where it's like a jump scare where it's like it's just a loud noise. It's not no. actually Candyman. Like a lot of the things that when you expect to see him, like he's, he's he was there. there. Yeah, and there's <laughs> no like loud crescendo music or anything like to make you jump out of your seat. It's just it's there. It happens, and you know I don't, maybe it's just because the character himself wasn't that scary to me yeah so it just i felt this i felt the same they like tried to they tried to give him that a little bit of i guess it's supposed to be how he looks after he gets beaten up from the police right yeah and that's like his some image of it, yeah. for there from there on well it depends on what candy man and then they like. overlay this really cheesy like raspy sound like whenever he's yeah whenever he's there like yeah and it wasn't it was a scary. sound effect yeah not like anything realistic i don't know yeah. it's just he didn't look scary so him just being in things or behind he just kind of looked like a regular dude that wasn't that i don't know it just wasn't i wish they would have played with the image of him more like they, he said there's spin Candyman is is not this guy it's every it's all of these people but they don't like they introduce that and then they don't do anything with that idea until the end which that still only goes between two people like yeah, I want to see. Yeah, there these was other. Mu- there was multiple Candyman. Uh, yeah, for like a very brief moment, though. Yeah, like you saw the one had didn't have the. Okay, yeah, that's gonna. <laughs> we'll get into that. Okay, but the point is like, yeah, as far as like horror imagery goes, this is not gonna leave any lasting impression, and I think they could have done some more inter- interesting things, especially with giving giving him this backstory of it's all of these people, and all of these people could have died in grisly different ways right so they could have really uh played around with played that. around with the, what what he looks like when you see him like it could be something different every time and that could be more shocking based on how they died right like and the I, one guy that was first the very first iteration of Candyman was burned alive like a burn victim can look pretty fucking scary if you, you know yeah and i felt like that would fit the narrative better too by doing that it would like without saying it, you're actually showing it and yeah. then when they say it later you're like ah yeah, you could like draw yeah. it versus always being like the same guy no there then, were, like i'm saying there was different ones i don't yeah. know if you noticed it but there was like in the movie leading up to the end there's different ones yeah no way it's always yeah, the there same. is it's no the one was beaten up one was burn up if you saw him when he's in the mirror at homegirl's house his face was all burn up and then the, in the original, when he first saw him, he was had blood, black eyes and was beaten up. It showed like two or three. I, apparently, it was very know. subtle because I did not know. Then that. the original yeah. had nothing, obviously, because he wasn't caught yet. But Sean. Mm. But there was different well, iterations. I of did him. not notice that. So. Then there's a final one, too. I think there was like four. But, okay. Could they have like, done a better job a, of doing it, I guess? Actually, a question Maybe. that you just brought up like you said the original and in the 90s one the guy has a hook for a hand right and he's giving yep. out candy but the the very first candy man had a hook for a hand 
So was was in the '90s one. That guy was a. Was he in? Was he a real person or an iteration of Candyman at that point? He was real, and he's exactly. actually in this so, one. I know he's at the end. You see, because it's Tony Todd. Yeah. But if he's real, then like he just happens to have. He also has a hook for hand. Like no, incidentally, no, he did it to all the men had hooks for hands, all of them. So they are real, and then they die. They they're real. They have a hook for hand, and then they die and become Candyman. I think that they. Yeah, I think that's they like transition into Candyman. Yeah. See, that's what I don't like is this this thing of like almost like a, it by the end. OK, we really need to get into spoilers. Yeah. Um, Spoilers for Candyman from here on out. I, I just want to go right into this train of thought. The end, I feel like they are like making a superhero movie now, a black superhero movie that is to combat. I guess I should say crooked cops. Right. And. Like they, he creates this, he creates him, which also I don't understand like why, uh, what's the guy's name again? Which one? The main character? Anthony. Anthony. Why Anthony? (laughs) Yeah. Like how he is, uh, there's this weird thing where like he's chosen or whatever. And I like how it ties into the original movie, but like where it goes from that is weird. And so he's he's going to be Candyman, right? So he has to, so this guy is performing this ritual to cut off his arm, put a hook on it and then transition him to become Candyman. Like I thought the point of Candyman was that these people that were wrongfully accused and tortured and put through so much pain become Candyman to like seek this vengeance or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But like not because, right. He not because of this, not because of this transitional, like, yeah, like then you, then it seems like, well, anybody could be Candyman if you go through this ritual. It just muddies the water of the lore. Yeah. I don't know if that had to do with more of the guy thinking that it had to be done that way or if it actually had to be done that way. But it goes back to like the nine, the nineties one also where you said he was a real person who had, yeah. for well, him. I like, actually don't like, know. Like it. Why but, um, was it looks like I so thought he I thought I don't know I was confused because yeah the original guy didn't look any weird or anything it just he was beat and then that's how or burn or whatever and then they turned into Candyman he was transforming over time did that happen to everyone or just him right that's what see I thought me. that was because he was like this chosen kid or whatever yeah then why is it chosen or is it like like a vengeful spirit yeah i don't know that's what confused me like i I did not get why he was was like cursed and changed and everyone else was just bad luck i mean treated terribly and then our vengeful spirit like grudge yeah see i thought it was going in an interesting place where like he in in the story or in the 90s one, I've seen like half of the 90s one and I don't really remember much, but she starts investigating Candyman and then I don't, maybe that does happen in the end where she uh, goes crazy or whatever. And that seems like that's what's, what's happening to him. That's but what I thought. Flip exactly. The script and say, well, it's like they try to add a twist to it, but it's not really like it doesn't make a well constructed twist. Yeah. You're, that's exactly <laughs> what, what I thought. Cause okay. 
she was a photographer. She was a, like a reporter, whatever. She was. T- they t- made a point to say she took. She was taking pictures, and then she just yeah. went crazy. Yeah, that's what I thought. It, that and then he started. Taking I thought pictures. a lot of the stuff he was seeing was like only to him. Yeah, you know. And then, but I, I guess it was real. <laughs> yeah, which made more it didn't make sense either because no one else was really reacting to it. And yeah, like hey, your, is, whole, like, your whole arm is infected. <laughs> yeah, bro. your skin is falling <laughs> off. And why didn't he go get treatment? Or when he thought <laughs> it earlier. was weird, then, which yeah. again, why I thought he was losing his mind because he's going, he's just letting his arm like rot, and he's not going to get help. I mean. I'm pretty sure any of us in this room right here, if you saw your skin, even like that starting part where it started getting off, I would have went to a doctor. The bee sting is on my hand for more than three days. I'm going to get it. Yeah, exactly. So I thought, oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, like, oh, oh, he's going crazy. Okay. He's going the same path as that reporter. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I thought. And then he got changed into it. I was just, okay, now I'm lost. Yeah, it again, it, it has a very nice lead up and build up and like the social issues and everything. It's, yeah, it's go, it's hitting all those points that you want to see uh, the gentrification of the neighborhood yep. and like how he's an artist. And it's kind of true what she says, like, uh, you know, who do, who do you think is coming into these neighborhoods? It's always it's struggling artists like you. And, you know, and then he's like, well, yeah, but they created it. And I don't know, there's a lot of interesting things to talk about there, but just where it goes in the end with like him turning into him and and then the, like the very end when she says candy when she's the one that's like what are the rules of this universe now she says candy man she says it five times but she doesn't die like sh- like it just kills kind, everyone kills else everyone except else. for like, her she should have to die she said she summoned him right when is it and it never killed anyone else in the rest of the movie it only killed the people who said it right right <laughs> see like at first no it i guess seems it like it's going after guy. he didn't say it yeah, yeah, the guy, okay. uh, Clive didn't say it. That's true. Um, I thought about that too. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's, again though, but it always kills a person that does say it, that summons it. Yeah. So but it did not, was she the only black woman? That's what I'm thinking. I'd no, the girls, his sisters, Burke's sisters oh, did. Yeah. I thought about that too. I was like, is he only kill oh, white yeah, people? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. But he doesn't. And and they were innocent as well. Like I was like, do they only, kids, does he only go right. after people that aren't? Because he has a line at the end that says, they'll think you're innocent, but you aren't innocent. So I was like, okay, does he only kill innocent people or not innocent people? But no, the sisters, like they were just little girls and he kills them. Yeah. The high schoolers, he kills them, which also worst scene in the movie. I don't it's totally pointless. It's literally it only completed. added in. It's only added in to have another like Candyman scene. Yeah, I, w- I, <laughs> I, I didn't. I thought she was gonna have more to do with it because it showed nope. her so much, <laughs> and literally had nothing more to do with it at all. Hmm. Yeah, not that it was like a bad. <laughs> Sorry about that. God, not that it was Kyle, <laughs> just. <laughs> not that it was a bad um, constructed scene, but just like it yeah. was literally pointless. Yeah, it added nothing. These nuts. Just a little test. Sorry. <laughs> okay, don't die again. And I it's dead. This. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're charging this iPad <laughs> this whole time. All we get is a bzzz, uh, <laughs> And then it di- these nuts, and then it dies. Uh, totally worth it for these nuts alone, okay? So suck on these nuts. I guess technically he didn't, she didn't die because if you believe in him and the legend that is Candyman, he doesn't kill you. 
But everybody was. They, they, they were summing him to see if he existed or not. Mm. Okay, but that's apparently never stated that's in the movie. Yeah, but apparently it's. But she. So we have to do. We have to read a fucking book now to understand. Wait, the technically, movie? like I said, it's a sequel. So technically, but you should have watched believed? the first. Is that said in the first one though? It's a question. She believed. But what made her believe? Just came to the realization. She saw. She saw him, or I mean, she saw the guy cut off her boyfriend's arm and. Yeah, but she also. It. It's also like against like police because the. Because the original story, he had to be like William wanted him to be killed by the police, so that he would haunt the, the police, police force. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I or think like, it's gonna stay on. So now. that was supposed to be like him, because that if you remember, he called the police, and like made this fake like plea to the police to show up at this church because whatever was going on. Brianna escapes. He tries to bring her back. So like the whole plan was to get the police called there. So they would kill Candyman. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I get that. it. Yeah. So yeah. at that, but at that point afterwards, it, she comes to the realization that she believed in him because I think it it uh, shows the fact that or alludes to the fact that her dad was once Candyman. Mm, I know he committed. She was suicide. she was a little girl. And he commits. Suicide. She had that nightmare that his her dad said, "Do you know Daddy could fly?" And he jumps out the window. Yeah, but I thought yeah, he but was just committing. Yeah, he was just crazy because he was a starving artist. Yeah, he was just crazy. He had a psychotic break. That's what. Yeah. That's what the line from the brother was. I feel. For later. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think he was Candyman. There's no allusion to him being Candyman. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Th- I. I know you don't know it, because they it, didn't there's give no, anything. There's, nothing, to that, yeah. there's no hint to that at all. Anyway, yeah, and that's why, at the end. Brianna, or he tells Brianna to tell a story because she has to keep the legend alive. Hmm. But, okay, I guess. But, like, but at one point when they get rid of him, they said, we vowed to never say his name so again. Is like candy yeah, because they wanted the legend to be it. Ended. So is Candyman there to But if they believe in him, if they spread the legend and people believe in him, then it wouldn't happen. Yeah, but... So which is it? They... They didn't want him. They wanted to end. William brought him back to life. But so it's either it's up to her to either keep the legend going or to. But my question is like, is Candyman there to just kill bad people or just to kill random people who say his name? Because he killed random people who just said his name, like kids and high schoolers and stuff. I think that that's doesn't like show a, like a social justice thing. And then at the end, it's like a social justice thing. That's that like he a kills horror. the bad people. That's, that's the thing is like. He wants to make horror movies, but he wants to have these, you know, these social, com- this social commentary in them, which is great. But Get Out is the only one that has successfully woven it like perfectly. Yes. There's yeah. always been like imbalances and just messy writing in in every other film. Which I'm not saying this is him. This is I mean, he the is Costa, the writer, but one he of the did. Writers, he, yeah. Well, who knows how much he wrote and things like that. She's a writer on it also. Yeah could be mostly her idea but yeah he obviously it feels like it feels like his exactly yeah i completely agree yeah (laughs) um i don't think i have too much else to say no i mean i already said like it sounds like a lot of bad things without really what took it down because i it was just it was a good movie it I just said was, I was loving it up until yeah, then. Yeah, it just it fell apart. There was like a couple nitpicks I had yeah. throughout, but nitpicks are nitpicks, and then the end is where it really it like really. I like when I start watching, I'm like, this is where it's at. Okay, 
I don't know. We'll see if it can bring it up and down. Then it, it just like fell on its face in the end. <laughs> yeah. For me. But. Yeah. I don't really have more to say other than that. Nope. Beautiful, totally. though. Yeah. I just think the contradictions just had to do more with continuing the. I'm assuming the original story. I'd like to watch the original then. Yeah. Of I want to see if what they tell in this story happened in. I, it, yeah, well, yeah, Helen Lyle's the main character of the first yeah. one. No, I know. I mean, I've and seen, he, like I said, I've seen half this. of it, but I didn't see any of those things happen because it was all build up that I was watching. And then, right. Yeah, I can't remember anything after that. Yeah, I don't know much. I don't know. I Netflix haven't seen the first one. Then, so, yeah. But I'm assuming a lot of our answers might be <clears> tied up. Yeah, that's why I was a little confused how I felt. Like I said, it is, it is kind of, like I said, that's one of my, one of my nitpicks is I almost wish this was more of a standalone that you weren't forced to see the first one to understand all of it. And I'm wondering because... Because it's a direct sequel. I don't know. In the theater too. Not a spin-off. Most of the people who were there when I was there were young people. So I'm like, how many of them of have seen Candyman, the original? Right. All of ours were like older. Oh. Well. It was like all Maybe, I mean, people were. I mean, I mean, there was, either. Yeah, all, right. I mean, we didn't they know have, really yeah. it was a direct sequel think about common people they they definitely don't know yeah. they just think they're going to see a horror film you know jordan peele has his hands in it like that's enough for any you know normal person to go see a yeah. mouth breather that's kyle was that you're gonna say no I was, oh you said ma. i know i don't know some other word i was thinking something citizen but anyway mundane he was gonna say <laughs> no 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 any modern, modern day citizen modern day citizen. any <laughs> modern day citizen there you go there that's what is. they are that's what True. we all are. It's factual. <laughs> okay. True. Uh, <laughs> ratings ratings out of five for Candyman? I gave it a 3.5. I am going to give it a 3.5 to give room to grow because I think if I watch the first one, this might go up. Well, I'm also at a 3.5. Potential to go down. But no, I think it's a strong four. I feel very solid on that. I'm kidding. I said I yeah. think it'll stay there. I think even if I watch the original, just the way it flubbed in the end wouldn't. Yeah, but like I said, it could potentially answer a lot of questions that we. But have. I don't. Yeah, maybe. But it's not that I have a lot. Of, I don't know. Yeah, but maybe that all of our contradictions and maybe. all the. the I outer, won't watch the original. And read the yeah, book. It I'm would have kidding. to. Um, it would have to do a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I just don't think there's enough it could do to bring. It's me possible up. to catch things on the second watch, also. I mean, like Josh said, there's oh, apparently yeah. there was multiple Candyman. I didn't yeah. see it, but one I was didn't burnt. see it either. I thought they were all the one same. One was burnt. One was beat up. Yeah, I mean, you don't catch really it on your first watch, then it's like it's not obvious enough to see that. I mean, I like it, and I guess Josh did, but it could be in his mind also. Could be Mine? in your head. No, why would I intentionally look for that? No, I mean it, you could just be mis- misremembering. Maybe I'm gonna test it out tonight. Where are you gonna, you're gonna go you're back? You're gonna go back no, to the theater. I'm gonna go in the mirror and see what Candyman pops up for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you believe so, you'll be fine. Oh yeah, that's true. He's just gonna look at you and then go kill some bad people. I'm gonna come next Where's time you, you guys see me. I'm gonna have a kids. fucking hook. <laughs> kill some innocent kids really quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you're ready to move on. One last thing. What okay, do the bees have it. to do with anything? No idea. I know. Oh, oh, they did talk about the putting honey on that guy's chest. Was that the first yes, Candyman? Yes, that was the first one. That all the first all of that Candyman. came from the first one. The burn, okay. the bees, the hook. Yep. And they were racial 
And they lynch okay. the Rachel Lynch mob. Question answered. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Now we can move on. Great. All right. We are moving on to Reminiscence, which is what we were going to review last week. But we decided to get two turned up instead. So Reminiscence is directed by, written and directed by Lisa Joy. Uh, it stars Hugh Jackman, Rebecca Ferguson, Tandy Newton, Cliff Curtis, and a few others. Plot synopsis reads, Nick Bannister, a private investigator of the mind, navigates the alluring world of the past when his life is changed by new client May. A simple case becomes an obsession after she disappears and he fights to learn the truth about her. Let's take a listen to a clip. Will you tell me something I've been wondering about? Before you performed last night, you were crying. Why? That was my memory. Shouldn't you have just seen the things I was looking at? Close your eyes. It's a little demonstration to answer your question. So, you have a boyfriend or someone you're involved with? What is that? Answer the question. Eyes closed. No. I'm not involved right now. Then for the purposes of this experiment, we'll use something more elemental. Your first kiss. Picture that moment. Charlie Mulvaney. Okay. The way young Charlie approached. And the kiss itself. Not just the beginning. The whole kiss. Until the moment you break away. And by the end you saw yourself as well as him, didn't you? Happens with everyone. All right, what did you guys think of Reminiscence? I like it. Oops, sorry. I liked it. He's got two. It was okay. Uh, it was boring. <laughs> sorry for blowing your eardrums out, guys. I'm not. <laughs> I peaked so much. But, yeah... Uh, I don't think it was, what was this like? You could almost say like a noir style. Sci-fi noir. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, sci-fi noir. What do you mean? Barely sci-fi. It was extremely sci-fi. What? Yeah. The whole whole premise was fiction. Set in the future. It's, yeah. The machine doesn't doesn't exist. Yeah, that's the only sci-fi thing to me, though. It's not like anything else was very technological. Yeah, but it's still science fiction. Yeah, but when I think sci-fi, <laughs> I think like space and like high what? technology. Yeah, but Blade Runner is Blade Runner sci-fi? Feels yeah. way more sci-fi than this. A little bit more because it way has flying cars. More. No, everything. Replicants is like the main thing. This is just humans and they could. It was basically like hypnotism that you could look back at. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, sci-fi noir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like Blade Runner. But like the mystery wasn't that interesting. And the entire thing was based on this like love story that I felt no connection to. That it was it felt like Well, you don't have a heart, Jacob, so heart. It felt like the weakest uh, it felt like the love that like you feel in high school. <laughs> like Which oh. is great love. But it's not realistic. Yeah, but it's your first taste of it. He did wasn't his first taste of love. 
You don't know that. that. Maybe. <laughs> they don't mention any <laughs> ex-lovers or anything in it. Okay, then maybe. But what about her? Well, that gets into things. Then you're talking about it. <laughs> okay. Stuff. But the entire premise is based on that this like bond between this guy and this girl. Yeah, like he'll do anything. Anything. To, yeah. I and that I mean. she knows him pretty, so, pretty weak. so well that she knows exactly what he'll do. And it's just like that's the entire thing is based on and it what? Like they knew each other for a couple months. And it's just that once that is the main crux of the story, it just breaks the whole thing for me. And that I wasn't even interested really in what it ended up being anyway. I thought the action scenes were pretty bad. And it I mean it looked okay. Nothing I can think of blow blew me away. I thought it looked great. Had parts. Overall, I thought it was. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Like if you compare it to Candyman. <laughs> compared to Candyman, yeah, <laughs> this is not great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like this is just above average, and like nothing sticks out that I except for the scene that was in the trailer. Underwater scene. Yeah, I thought that looked good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly it was in the visual wise yeah yeah but i mean acting was pretty good i mean yeah it's I hugh jackman. yeah it's hugh jackman he did great he did his thing tammy <laughs> newton great mm-hmm. but it's just like the story overall was just not that compelling so to make it based on this whole like almost gone girl type thing i don't know it just like wanted, I wasn't interested in the story that much, and it was so long to get to the conclusion that wasn't that interesting when it finally got there. And then I had the whole like atmosphere, I mean the whole like setting, which was a cool looking setting, but what did it add at all really? I get that it's like a post apocalyptic type thing. So well, that's why people get that. that was like the whole thing to get pe- why people miss the past. Mm-hmm. And why they would want to do this because the world is the way it is now. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that they kept referring to this war, the war, the war, the war, the war, the god, the, like you knew something big, but they never like did anything with that. So other than just randomly all the all the soldiers being nice to each other because you were in the border war, just was like I don't know. It felt like kind of a wasted opportunity to use this kind of interesting almost realistic of what could happen with climate change, especially in places like this was Florida, right? Which that's literally sinking. Yeah. Yeah. We'll literally be like that in like 50 years if we don't change something. So we're not. Yeah. Cause it's mostly wetland anyway. So it's going to be like that. <laughs> but I just felt it, it didn't really add that much other than the one thing. I don't know. It just felt like a pretty average movie to me overall that wanted, thinks it's more, but it wasn't. That's it. Sure. I actually did like this movie. Um, and I think that's getting a lot of flack because apparently it's similar to a, a classic movie. And I hate that people are like dissing this movie I because it's, movie. it's called, I don't know. It's like I kept coming up when I was reading reviews of it. Um, and a lot of people are like calling this like a Nolan ripoff, which is, I mean, 
kind of a stretch too. That's that's a lot of reviews I was reading was saying really Nolan ask Nolan if Nolan had this if Nolan did, which I could oh, see I get because yeah. like Inception. Yeah, I mean, you watch the trailer and you get that feeling like, and then there's obviously Hugh Jackman in it, so there's a little bit of connection there. Like it does have a vibe to it, but just because yeah, of that doesn't mean I that don't think you can't I didn't compare that, yeah. it to Nolan. Just I right. yeah, I wouldn't have compared it to Nolan. It just has like the whole time. I got the feeling like this is something he would do, but it'd be a lot much better. better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, he would cut the whole love angle out, obviously. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, I really liked it and it's the whole memory sheet machine. I think the, that like the main premise of that. And I think that a lot, the, obviously that's the, that's your centerpiece is the, the memory machine itself. I think that that was so technically tight and like, you can't really find any flaws about what that machine did because it was so, I think that that idea was so airtight, like every time that you, there was never a time where I was like, wait, this can do that because of that. And like, they never beat itself up. It was just a very, yeah, almost simple, but like it worked on so many levels, I think. Yeah. I always think about my memories in third person too. So when other people watch it, it's so true though. That's absolutely (laughs) true. When you think of a memory, you don't think first person. You don't, you think you see yourself in that third person in the memory. I don't, I do. I mean, it's not as crisp as that, but. Well, yeah, you don't have a machine extracting your memories. But mm-hmm. like when you do the scene about your first kiss, I can memorize. I was thinking about first kiss and I saw it in third person without him even see, saying I don't it. see it in third person. I did without him even saying that he went to third person. Like I just a lot of the times I have memories. It's like it's from like a like a out. Uh, overhanging or like a it's almost like I see the other person, but I don't see myself. I do. Because you didn't see yourself in the moment. Like exactly. You can't see yourself. So. I don't. And I never. Yeah, but I, you, yeah, you like can. it's you can weird go. to recreate myself in my memory because I don't ever see myself from any angle unless it's a video or something. Or a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So I usually see I can see the other person from like outside perspective. But like literally I'm trying to think of best right now. I don't see myself. I pretty much every memory. That's pretty vivid. I see third person. But anyway, <laughs> I love that whole um, the that whole um, thought world too. So I actually liked it. I mean, I could see where a lot of people would think it's bland, but I I was interested the whole time. I you know I didn't love it, but I thought it was a lot better than it getting it's getting um, you know harped on for. I think it's better than. I think it's it is better than average. Did you feel like it was long? No, nope. hmm. I felt it felt less, or it felt shorter than Candyman did. <laughs> For me, <laughs> and it, like I like well, the yeah, I like the backstory. The time, I'm like, oh, I like the whole backstory. Obviously, acting. I thought I don't think there was any bad acting at all. Like I think everyone was very I good. I I don't think it was bad acting, but what's his Daniel Wu? I Who? did not like how Who? the guy in Louisiana, the oh yeah, Chinese guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not like how they wrote him, where he'd just say random Chinese words in the middle, like, <laughs> like no one talks like that. A lot of people, yeah. Our grandparents say Spanish words, not like English that. They don't say just like one word yeah, at the do. end. No, they'll just mix in and out. They wouldn't just go like, "Isn't that right?" 
pendejo. Yeah, they do. No, Which, they can you take do care? Not. Can you take care of your plate, mijo? She it was, wasn't like those kind of words. See, yeah, it was. She said mijo all the time. They say it all at, like endearing. You you would say. I don't know. Spanish. It felt not. I mean, that's a super nitpick because I don't even remember him saying anything like. I that. I just thought his whole that whole part was bad, but. Mm. I mean, you had to have a antagonist, right? Antagonist, I mean, really? You have to have a story, so yeah. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> you have to have a reason why she went disappeared. She disappeared. Yeah. Well, yeah. I want to. If we do spoilers on this, I do want to talk about that whole scene because that thought that was terrible. Sure. I mean, whatever we say after general thoughts will be. We'll just classify yeah. spoilers. So yeah. Um. But um, yeah, I like I said, I don't know. Exact. I can't pinpoint exactly why I liked it, but I just liked. I just it just was a good I don't know it just made me feel like I did get some nostalgia just from the way that things were described and the the atmosphere that it created I think that you know it it just felt warm I don't know which it's hard to do I guess but it worked for me okay I thought reminiscence was okay it was very boring Full disclosure, fell asleep watching it. That was so bored. Um, I was locked in. The yeah, that is one thing though. Like the pacing is not very great. Um, and I was kind of joking earlier, but I said they have to have a story. Like it does feel like they had this idea for the machine for this, uh, like a spark, right? And it is a good idea, and it is airtight. Like you said, you know, you can't find really any flaws with this. like any plot holes or anything with this machine that they use. The problem is what they build around it is just so like boring and like just it feels like they kind of were like writing it as they went like, okay, and then this happens and then, okay, how how do we get to the next point? Uh, I got to think about this. It just doesn't feel well thought out and it definitely feels like it like if I didn't know who written and directed, I would still say the same thing. It feels like somebody that came from TV. Like it just feels like this is some this is something that needs to be a world that's made into a series or or a mini series or whatever because, like you said, the world building is terrible. They talk about this war, uh, the climate change, all this stuff. Like the world building is just awful. Like they want to touch on all of these things and then have them be totally inconsequential to the mm-hmm. plot. Yes, and it's like we get it. Like. Miami is underwater now because of climate change. Like, I don't know. They just, all of these things that like, it could have been, it should have been more simple and tight and like just a better mystery, right? Like the mystery element. I don't know. I liked, I like the idea of them showing a scene and then like, you don't know if you're watching like a scene or a memory and like you kind of catch on as it goes. Like it's easier to tell easier. It gets easier and easier to tell. But that alone would have been a good, a better, like, way to tell the stories if they weaved in and out of that more, and in a, I guess, smarter way would be the way to say it. Um, I just feel like every time like one scene ends, they go to the next scene. There has to be a voiceover to explain what's happening, because we we have no fucking clue. The setup is so bad. Like, next scene, boom, Hugh Jackman's like. Oh, and then this and this and this <laughs> yeah. and this person is here. And then they go to uh, the mansion where the Sylvans or whatever the fuck they're I mean, is. isn't that a noir? And he's... 
That happens in every noir movie. I mean, that is what gave me a noir feeling. But that's yeah, exactly. But that's what it's going for, though. I mean, every time every noir movie you ever talked about, like even Fairly Odd Parents, when when Timmy was like was in the back of the day, he would do a voiceover to tell you what's going on in the next scene. I guess I like, think it's deliberate. I don't know. It felt it felt more like exposition instead of like inner monologue. Right, like in noirs, it's usually like the character. But like, how else would you have gotten the noir feel without that? Because we all three not got the write noir it differently, film. I guess. Mm-hmm. Like it literally at one point, it's not even voiceover. This is this is when they go to the Sylvan House or whatever, and they're getting arrested, I believe. Uh, he says something like, "Ask her what's going on." She, "Oh, you've been in the tank so much, you don't even know." And then goes on to explain what's happening to them. Like that's not a voiceover. That's just bad exposition. Yeah, but you were and that has to happen. You were directly talking about how he would. A okay, new but scene, I'm saying so in every scene, every yeah, every transition has to have that because, like, you just would not know either way. Sure. Didn't hate. Didn't love that. I mean, maybe noir. Okay, man. Not. I might not look like noirs, but Blade Runner, sci-fi noir. Love that. So the movie that um, is yeah. Strange Days that was it's supposed to be like a direct kind of I think I've seen Strange Days. It's by Catherine Bigelow. I think I've seen it. Anyway, yeah. Um, so it did look okay. It did look nice in some parts. Um, some of the other, especially wide, you know, wider shots of Miami, like you, it was. I mean, obviously it's an effect, but. I don't, like it was just too obvious it was, I guess. I don't know. Too obvious it was Miami. No, too obvious it was like a, oh. a different. Effect. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, uh, no, no, I mean, yeah, that would be <laughs> you, a good. That would, would be a good thing. <laughs> would you rather not make it? Seem no, like I mean, it did look fine, and yeah. um, the music was all right too. I mean, both the cinematographer and the composer are pretty well known. Um, yeah, the acting was fine. I, I guess really mostly like plot pacing and. Enjoyment, yeah, yeah, enjoyment factor that I have a problem with. I, I so I'll say it's very average. Yeah. Probably never gonna watch again. And oh, oh yeah, definitely never gonna watch this again. Yeah, I wouldn't say definitely never, but I definitely would never watch this. If again. Lisa Joy comes out it with just, something, it's yeah. too long, and the mystery is not that interesting. And now I already know the answer to it. So right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not like I'm gonna have someone. I'm like, oh, check this out. I mean, there's a, watch it yeah. with them because I don't want to watch it again. You're not going to be showing anybody this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I would gravitate towards it, but if it was on, I'd watch it. Mm-mm. Turn the Which channel. doesn't happen anymore because yeah, we don't I have don't watch cable. <laughs> yeah, but never I be one choose of what I want. You could be going to a friend's house and they just happen to have it. And they have like, it on. Oh. I'm like, hey, can we watch something else? That's <laughs> yeah, if I go oh, to a you, friend's house and they have it on, I'm going to be like, change it now. Oh, you like this movie? Have you ever seen Blade Runner? <laughs> it's way better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally average. Not going to watch again, but. Um, if you want to get into details, which we can, we'll I don't have spoilers like, from here I'll, on out. I do have really. I don't have a lot. There's just I one have my scene. notes. I have my notes, and that's all I can go off of. There was just one scene in particular I thought was especially dumb. Okay, um, let's get into it. If there's spoilers from here on out, it's your own fault. Do you want to talk about that scene? Yeah. Now? Go ahead. I mean, it was the scene I was talking about with Daniel Wu. I think it's Daniel Wu. Where they're holding him in the fish tank? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that entire scene? I don't like it. It was so dumb. Just the whole scene. I don't know. It, and then the way she 
So this is supposed to be this like drug lord. They keep building this up, how he's this thing. Then he finally goes there, gets caught instantly, gets his head shoved in a tank. And then she just comes in and single-handedly takes out not only every single person that's working for him, but him too, but herself. Yeah, she's a badass. Come on. like it's, She's a confirmed badass. Like, then why would they even build up like it was going to be hard to find this guy? and get Like, that was a big part of it was finding this guy and get, getting him. And I thought they were just trying to make... They, they just walk in and killed everybody there. And that all right, that drug lord and their, all of their thing is done. There we go. It's done. Yeah. It was yeah, just so dumb, that whole part. I mean... I mean, it's it's like she's cl- she's known as a, like a badass, like it's established. That she has much? a good shot. She That's has a good shot. And none of them do. I don't, Jacob, how many? We could we could say that about Dark Knight. Every henchman in every fucking movie is a horrible <laughs> shot and can't defend themselves. And I mean, this is I think that's stupid this movie. and all of that too. Yeah, but we yeah, can didn't knock, like especially can stand out here. Movie. If we're talking about bad action, it, I was thinking but, more of the fight scene between Hugh Jackman oh my and Cliff God, Curtis. That was horrible. Yeah, that was pretty bad. My God, it was so bad. <laughs> You're talking about when he falls pretty, in the water? That, the that, whole scene before yeah, that. And leading yeah. up to it when they're hand-hand combat. It was and then so he runs, bad. Like, <laughs> he runs off <laughs> to the to the edge of the building, right? And then there's, here's this massive build-up. And even the score is like building up to this yeah. giant moment where he's got to run and jump off. And he hits the Eat bar shit, yeah. and hangs on, and like the level, like <laughs> there's a platform like a foot below him. Like it wasn't that fun. You're not hanging on for your life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I that whole scene, I actually so laughed at that part. Like that I literally really laughed. I'm like, oh my god, this is so bad. Yeah, that was the action that I was thinking. Most I didn't of the really think about. I thought it was pretty bad. The gu- that gunfight scene in particular. But no, I didn't mean that action was bad. I just thought that whole scene. The entire scene was bad. For action, uh, I was thinking yeah. of that fight. Yeah, that that fight. Yeah. Was, I mean, action on a whole, I can't think of anything that was good. I thought it was Or fine. well choreographed. I thought it's better choreographed than a lot of scene. Like, as I think a lot of fights are pretty bad. I mean, think about the same... Okay, so the same scene with Cliff Curtis. They end up in the water, right? And he's... Helps him out of the piano, and then they're struggling underwater. And he pushes him away with his foot, and that like knocks him out. I guess he, he hit, kicked him in the head. No, he didn't. He kicked him in the chest. He like, no, like literally it, shoved him away. And even if you did kick underwater, it wouldn't be enough force to knock you out. You can't move that fast. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he just like <laughs> he falls back. <laughs> he passes out. I'm like what? You know, it's so dumb. And then he leading into the next scene. He comes up from out of water and sneaks up behind him to to poke him with the needle. Like, even if you break the surface tension, that's enough noise for someone to be like, yeah, what is that? <laughs> and you're not, dripping not to water mention, behind Not to mention you'd be gasping for air because you were just underwater for two Passed minutes. Out. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? It was so dumb. That whole scene was so bad. It was so dumb. Yeah. And I mean, going also to the whole love story thing. The fact that she has that entire conversation, knowing that he would be able to find all of this, Mm. knowing he would figure out everything and get to this exact moment that she can say this. And he will be the one standing there moving in the exact motions and her being able to put her hand in the exact place that his face would be and everything. Well, he's just standing still. 
right? Yeah. Yeah, but it was like perfect. You like don't think if it's a hologram, it would have gone through. It would have done something. No, it was no. She was, t- okay, he was a, li- a little Jacob, bit of suspension oh of disbelief God. here. <laughs> Jacob, we, he's we, just standing in the place where he yeah. was. Like, <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, that I entire scene that was supposed to be that, a, scene that was is incredible. a big deal. That no, was she's so talking good. to him. I get it, but so you're saying it was when he, good when that he walks into the reminiscence and t- and stands where. Cliff Curtis is standing. Yeah, and she knew everything. Well, she was touching his actual face. Yeah, yeah she was so just he stood touching, in his place. Right. Yeah. I know that, but it's just like okay, they're different heights, they're different sizes. Like that's where it's like not. It's you're talking about minuscule. No, differences. it's not just that. Just that entire scene. She knew based on this she left couple of though. months of him. Yeah, but I'm just saying, how would she know him that that he was this great of like a detective that he'd be able to do all of this shit. To be in that moment, and the guy's just gonna sit there for like five minute monologue of her talking to this other guy, Jacob. He served in the border wars. <laughs> yeah, the border wars. Come on, like all he can do anything. Like she's like did this whole thing like it was such a big moment, and I'm just like their love connection did not feel yeah, and I just also that nitpick, but. Yeah, just the whole thing didn't that I whole loved thing. that scene. But it didn't make any sense that she would know that this random guy that she all and he still had this much love for her and she had this much love for him that yeah. she, it's just like and she's done this to tons of guys before who also loved no, her. No, because she she always uh betrayed them every time. This was the first time that she actually cared for the person. Yeah, but even if she cared for him, she didn't know him like that. I mean, how many people have you known for like three months and you know them that well? Well, like, it's been, it was at least six months to a year. Even then. if you, I mean, if you spend every mo- moment together. They didn't. Jacob, you know the height of your boyfriend by the six months or your the, girlfriend by the six months. I'm not talking about height. I'm talking about th- this entire premise was based on the fact that she knew him so well that she knew yeah. that he would do all of this and end up exactly well, there. Well, she like researched him before this. Still, it's just this entire thing is based on the love, not the research. The fact that she would care. Like, no, that she was. She meti- expected it was, him to love her that much that she w- he would go through all of this. Yeah, sure. Right, her job was like attention to detail. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we're saying. She could she knew it's the person so well that she knew what he was gonna do. It was established like she'd done this multiple her, times. Her lead up to getting to know him was like to rob him. Yeah, but she also knew that she was gonna fall in love with him, he was gonna fall in love with her, he was well, gonna that's love a, it's her. A ro- it's a romantic okay, comedy. Okay, she also comedy, made that one drug dealer fall in love with her too. But did she expect that he would go through all this trouble to do the same thing that he did after knowing him for not even a year? She didn't love him though. No. Yeah, I know, but still. She left him breadcrumbs too. You guys are talking about her attention to detail, not the love. Her attention to detail meant that that she knew that this guy would love her so much that he would go through all of this stuff just for that. Sure. Yeah. It's not just her loving him. That doesn't mean anything to the Did the drug dealer love her like that? Yeah, he did. You don't know that. Because he even made a moment of like humanity with with Hugh Jackman when he's like, oh, she did it to you too. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that he did love her. His love was as intense as his was. And huh? he fucks that one guy up for her. When he's about to he, Yeah, that one guy's about to do something to her and he like stops her. I mean, who knows? Not saying that's love. Anyway, the whole point is that it's not 
their connection, I agree, is not built up in the movie. It doesn't show that connection. You have to assume it, which is still a fault of the movie. But you can let go of a little bit and understand that they're supposed to have this connection. Yeah, but it's just like not shown, not even close. And yes, even it's not if shown. it was shown, there's no way that I can just get on board that Well, then you're thinking, yeah, obviously very logical, which is fine. But even if it is shown, sure, you, it I mean, might not be believable, but... If you love somebody that like as much as he did, and that's then she like just a stalker vanit. level, of and then she just vanished. There's well, movies it, where people meet for okay, one She's not. also with her, like his the only woman that like it takes care of, loves like actually is like doing her his best friend, and he won't listen to her, won't do anything because he's so in well, love with this girl. It's established who, that he's obsessed. He then with learns it. that like is was completely using him, and so still th- wants to do all. Of this. So then now she he wants to get to the bottom of why she used him. It's no, clear he that he's, he's he didn't care about that in the beginning. What do you mean? It turns into that it's he came, he wanted to did find you watch her, the movie? and then and then it turns into why did she? Who is she really? And then it turns into oh, she actually did love me. It turned into like yeah. it like kept there's there was twist 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 yeah twist, twist. yeah it was just I don't know he just like killed all his, yeah this his other relationship with the person who actually cared about him. Yeah, but he didn't know that, nor did she express it to him at all. Yeah, she told Homegirl in like a in like a private capacity. Know. If like a woman just leaves you and your friends and like who knows you and everything is like, dude, you just need to like move on. Like she just left you. And you're like, no, I love her. Dude, I no. need to follow her. Jacob, and find everything she did. She didn't forever. just leave. She completely disappeared, and no one heard from her. You're gonna look for your your current girlfriend if she goes missing. Completely off the face of the earth, like if if that if I, your ex girlfriend missing like three months, six Jacob <laughs> six months at least six months. We don't know how long it's been. It was months. Yeah, but he's he said it's been six months. What she goes this thing this stuff takes time. She also w- w- kept extending it because she did enjoy their her relationship, so she kept prolonging their time together before she had to leave. Yeah, I just. But if your girlfriend at the time. Goes missing. No one heard from her. You can't get a hold of her. No one knows anything about where she went or anything. You wouldn't go. You would expect me and Kyle to go. Oh, forget about her, bro. She's dead. Like they don't <laughs> know what happened to her. If it if the world is in a post-apocalyptic world where everything's ending, and then I also find out she does drugs and's been with her. Yeah, I would just be like, bye. Yeah, but you're also not. You don't know the psyche. But then he, he found in. that out, and then continued to dig. But he also want after he only, like a couple yeah. months wanted to marry her and stuff. Jacob, go. this happens in that's such a nitpick. This is a, it's not a nitpick. That is the entire premise of the movie. I know, movie. but how many movies have you watched? They fall in love at first sight, and it's dumb. Yeah, but you like movies that like watching the trailer. I thought you the just whole hate movie love was movies, and then it was fine. like the love driving him. I don't think. The whole movie is love driving him. It turns into something else. He wants to know, like, he felt used. He wanted to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, he's like, it wasn't obsessive. love driving him at that point. It was something else. Mm, it was either like, ang- I okay, felt like well, it was just love the whole it. time. What? When was it? Did, th- when did it change? Give me the specific moment when it changed. When, when he found out, when he saw the memory from the guy that Danny they, Newton tells him I, she knew that she was using. After and that, the fact, and yeah. it's all that this drug, she's a drug user and he's connected to this drug lord. And he's when he sees in the reminiscence that she, he was being used by her, then it's like, okay, she was using me. Why was she? Yeah, because the cops though? say 
turn it off. He's like, no, keep going. But it, I didn't take it as I took it. He's just obsessed with her. And he's like, no, there's got to be more because our love was real. There has to be more. It can't be. She was just using me. No, because me. even then, she when, loves me. In the moment when he finds out like that, no, she wasn't using him, that like it was for love. Like it felt to me, at least that he was like surprised by it. Like, yeah, he was. it was clear. Like he was happy to know that. Okay, he wasn't being used. Yeah, but then he it, didn't feel in his heart me, the whole time that it wasn't that he like found out. Oh, he's like, oh, okay. He's like, it was like <laughs> he's still obsessed with her, and now, oh, okay, good, good, she still loves me. It's like I love her. I need she yeah. loved me. I need to find her. Oh, she used me, but I still love her. I need to find her. No, oh, no, I can't believe that she would just do this to me. So I gotta keep finding because there's gotta be a reason that she did this because she loved me and then he found out he's like i knew it see she loved me i mean me. isn't it part of his job too there's this there's the courthouse scene which is terrible but they bring him My in God, so bad they bring him in uh to f- get information and that connects to may so like but no and then like the whole he time he keeps, keeps like going to breaking out me like no i need to know more about her i need to know about her i need to know more about her Yes, but it ends up solving. Yeah, but that's like yeah, but it was all just his insane infatuation with her through the whole thing. Oh my goodness, Jacob, he was never gonna believe anything okay. else. He never once believed she did anything because she didn't love him. Okay, let's wrap this up because Jacob hates this movie. So that's I mean that's fine. Like we get it. You hate the be, movie. That could be like in the back of his mind, but that's what I felt like. I felt like he was putting on a front, like. It, he was doing it for other reasons. Maybe it was for love the whole time, but like it didn't come through like in a corny way. But like, why me. if you learned that someone was cheating on you and that they just used you, you're going to still try to find out more. Yeah. Why? You knew this person because for a, lot a few of pe- months. Jacob, you can't associate that. You're just because your relationship with somebody doesn't flourish in four, three to four months. Doesn't mean somebody else's doesn't. You can't just say your love. Okay, for but some, even if just it because it's and you learn, move on, man. He's like he forty. Can't. Like, come on, like he's older than that. Clearly, fifty. But. Yeah. Okay. So he's not old. Like I'm fucking twenty nine, yeah, and I know that if someone, if you, I found out somebody was, were actually, you in the military ever? Were you? Are you in the exact same position that he's in? I'm saying then he should even know better that things just. But happen. he hasn't felt love like that in long time. Like he, he clearly but then is he loves learned it. it was not real. But then he found out that it was real. But only because he was so like stuck on obsession with this infatuation that he knew that couldn't be the reason. You could say the whole like you could ruin every like detective movie ever. Oh, they killed this person. Well, I guess he's dead. Uh, now, so that, no reason to find on. it out. That makes no sense because all their detective movies aren't them. They, he wanted to just find out the ending. It's not because they love the person all the time. Usually it's a loved person <laughs> dies and now they're trying to figure out why, okay. why they have never, to die. Never watch another movie that has to do with love ever again then. No, because you're a discrediting lot of other every movies, love movie ever. I am not because most are like, like it, there's like a big difference. There's a lot bigger connection. Like name one other movie. This is such a weak connection. There's I can't think of another movie where the love was so strong where it was like after like three months and then they found out that she's done this before with other guys titanic, all the time they knew each other for like three days boom titanic boom <laughs> roasted three days yeah and i thought that was stupid <laughs> good ad- comparison so I'm, what i'm saying is you hate every love and movie. they were young kids that makes sense in their age oh it's okay yeah it makes sense for them fine you can just <laughs> you, the, whatever I ju- narrative did I you not, want. I am whatever not, narrative you i'm want. not i my narrative from the beginning did i not say that's like high school love Mm-hmm. And they were young kids. 
That makes sense. When you first love, yeah, you feel like that. You think this is the person. Do forever. we know that that's not his first love? Oh my god, it's He's not been serving in the though. border war. He time. was in the border war the, the whole border time, war. and he, <laughs> he was obsessed love. with work. He never did love. He couldn't love. Yeah, this is his just, first love. That's what he said. <laughs> it's just unbelievable, though. Oh, who cares? That's a movie. I agree. The connection is, is poorly established. That machine doesn't exist either. The Miami <laughs> Miami isn't it's underwater. Not that it, oh my None god! Of it exists. You are the worst debater ever. You just, it's <laughs> such a horrible debater. Your thing is like you're okay, every movie, movie because is wrong because of this, and yet you give no examples. You're not saying anything that has anything to do with anything. Your entire argument is simply, oh, you're dumb because. Yeah, I never said that. The, when did I say anything about the machine? When I think I said their love makes no sense. It does make sense. It doesn't. In this universe, it does. Oh, my God. Then why hate any movie ever? Why it's You can't say universe. a negative thing about any movie then. Any fiction movie. Any. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's. But if it breaks its own rules and stuff, then that's a thing. But this doesn't break any rules of its own entity. It doesn't break anything. No, then every movie ever made doesn't break the rules of its own entity. Yeah, they do. No. Yeah, they do. Mm-mm. Yes, they do. Jacob, you're you're being hyper hyperbolic right now. That's what you're doing. No, you are. How? I said you. We can't. We don't know what his love is for this person. Just because you can't believe it doesn't mean that it can't okay, exist. Okay, then you can make that excuse for anything. Okay, then make the excuse for anything. For any movie. Okay, you do it. Just hey, the movie didn't show it, but so therefore it could have happened. So therefore, yeah, I, it's an amazing movie. Yeah, every movie ever made. Sure, if that's what you're saying. <laughs> See. Fine. That's what you're saying. I'm not saying that. I'm saying a movie has to actually have some kind of like if it's going to be entirely based on this reality, then it has to actually make sense in that place. And it does. It, it doesn't. It shows how much he cares for her the entire. It's well established no, that he loves her during. Not Fine. love. He's obsessive. And Great. Then, then why is she? What? what so that even pro- that even proves a f- point even further. That why he needed to know the answer. So you just That's what I so, said. So him being you obsessive. You guys are the ones saying it switch. I'm it saying does. it's just obsession the whole time. Yeah, obsession in different ways. He's obsessed yeah, with her his loving motive, her. What then he changes him, his obsession. Like his obsession changes from why I love her to no, I need to know why she did this. It never changed. Yes, it did. No. Me and Kyle got it. No, yeah, and you got it wrong. Okay, Jacob's right about all movies. I mean, I know I, I said that. I said in the back of his mind, it could have been love that's driving him, but they try to. He says it multiple they try times to portray in the movie. That it's like, there's no way she did. There must be a reason. No, but then there he must tur- it turns. There must be a reason. I don't think you watched it because it turns. There's a turning point in the movie during the interrogation scene when they when he basically burns the guy almost because he a- they ask him a question outside of the realm of um, in the courthouse when they ask him a question that's that he hasn't seen before. Then he starts freaking out. During that scene, the he other. changes his ideology from from um, love to how could she possibly do this? I need to find her so I can figure out why she did this. That's his whole premise is to find her at this point so he can find out why she I mean, could possibly do this. He does find out this. that she's dead, so then it can't really be love that drives him then because she's not going to get her back. When does he find he d- she dies, though? Uh, it's not. It's before. It's before the he end. He doesn't actually well see her dead. Nor does he. Isn't like it? he had to. He had. He it's at always, the very end. He finds out the, she's dead. Well, the the scene where she's dancing with a guy, she jumps off the thing. Yeah, and kills it's herself. literally like after it oh, she all, overdoses. He, yeah. First. Well, she eats a bunch of pills and then jumps, jumps. off. 
So that's literally after all of this. Then she finds she's dead. So even then, she's st- he's still hoping to find her so that so he can he find c- out w- how she could possibly do that to him. Yeah, because so it's obsessive. It's just obsession in different that's modes. What I said though. So literally, it never changes. He's always just obsessed with her and needs to find. No, out. it's obsessed. With and it's all based it's on all, this. Like, it's, it's obsession with different it's motives. Obsession with different motives. Oh, That's he wants to find her the whole time because he loves her so much. Well, he fir- can't believe that she would do this to him. How could? How do you not understand this? The first part is him trying to find her because she's missing. Because he's obsessed with loving her, he needs to find her. So yeah, then she hurts saved. him, and now she's obsessed okay. with finding. So now, now he's, he's ob- obsessed with finding her because he wants to find out why she could do that. Okay, so it's to not, him because it's a different reason for finding her. So real, but it's a different so reason real. for finding her. It's still the, his obsession with her after like a few months of knowing her. Jacob, you can't keep saying few months because we've already debunked that. It's mu- it's more than a few. Less few than a year of knowing this person. <laughs> okay, fine. A lot of people could, like he could have fallen in love in two months, a month, thirty days. Okay, and then two after weeks. finding out she's actually just a terrible drug addict who fucking cheats on it and does this to every other guy, and he still loves her. Yeah. Okay, we're going in circles, so we need to move on. Unless you have anything else to say, this is it's a circle now. Yeah, because that's how his arguments always. Okay, are. well, I'm just I'm pointing it no, out. No, it's so we completely need to wrap it true, up. and you you just are, can't accept it. I have one more thing to what, say. Wait, what am I not accepting here? The obsession part. I was the one who made that point. No, Kyle did. No. No, I said it's obs- obsession, obsession with, with different, different motives. motives. And you were just saying he was Jacob obsessed with love. The, the only motive, motive is, love. is yes. he's obsessed with her because he fell in such love with her that he can not. It's still just the love that's driving him throughout this entire thing. Okay. Fine. There you go. I, d- I have one more thing to say on reminiscence. The ending is terrible. So he's, it wraps up all, you know, tidy, neat, whatever, with a fucking bow. But he does do something. He kills uh, Cliff Curtis. I always forget the character's name. Um, he kills that guy uh, by intentionally frying him or whatever they call it in the movie. Burning. So, burning. So he, um, you're, sp- that's supposedly that's worse than murder, they say in this, um, or worse than murder. It is murder, but worse than that. I don't know. Anyway, he's well, supposed to get, he doesn't actually die. He gets more time than you would murdering somebody. So, but because of the case or whatever he solved, he gets off. He gets off easier, right? So his punishment is being put in the machine where he can see the woman of his dreams every day for the rest of his life. And somehow yeah. he, that's his punishment. Yeah. And yeah. Somehow does that make he, any fucking sense? Yeah. And somehow he grows older and yeah, he doesn't minus his muscles atrophy or anything. And oh no, he he's still move. jacked as fuck. <laughs> and his hair doesn't grow and it was long hair and gray. And his skin doesn't like fall off. Okay, I don't care. I don't care about any of that. I'm just talking about the the morality of like your your punishment is to be put in a chamber where you can see the person that you're obsessed with and love every single day and Which is what he was already doing when he was just living. Exactly. Like the punishment should be you can never use this technology again and you have to live your life. And this would be a more impactful ending too. you have to live your life and remember her just from your own memories. Like like we have to live. It was because they were rewarding him because of what he accomplished. No, no. He's saying he's saying I like he's basically saying I still got punished, just not as bad. He's like, I got off. He got off easy. Okay, that's not. I'm saying this is a reward where it's like it should. Yeah, his but he's still technically should, in jail. 
He's not living his life. Is that jail? Though? Is that yeah? Is that to just, him? <laughs> no, but it, it is in 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 real world. Okay, I'm saying it's stupid though. I'm saying the better ending it's is not obviously a the better ending is obviously maybe not to him mentally, but physically it is. No, but it that doesn't matter though. Yeah. Yeah, but it's he still he's. Not, Does that matter, matter to him though? Is it supposed to? Yes, because it's a punishment. Maybe I mean he's in jail. He's never moving. He's never but living he's not, again. <laughs> doesn't matter to him, but to them it matters. He's it's like putting your kid in timeout, but the timeout is a ball pit. Yeah. It's like the technically he's in timeout, but you know. <laughs> but he's having a blast. But yeah, but the kid isn't. The kid didn't <laughs> shut down an entire drug ring and do everything that he did. <laughs> shut down point. a drug ring. He didn't do justice. He should. He committed murder. He you was a vigilante. That's not yeah. worse. That's than not. Murder. That's not judgment. That's not justice. And he also. He didn't end up solving, like a big case or something. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Listen, so this is them letting that. it off early. Yes. Okay. So it's basically saying, here's your sentence, X amount big. We're gonna reduce it to this. The reduction is you have to go into this machine every he day. He didn't get uh, no. It didn't reduce or live in it. Yes. It's it just, went from it went from a, t- a sentence that would be worse than murder. They it's in the movie quoted worse than murder to a reduced sentence of, oh, this is what you have to do instead. Live yeah, in because, the machine. Well, there's which always, is not a punishment. Yeah, but there's always. I mean, there's always caveats in every sentence. Like you, you cooperate non-prison with the police. Sentence. Yes, you co- <laughs> prison you, is prison. Whether you're there, yes, it's ca- no, time. it's not it's based Ky- on time. Kyle. No, it's cooperation with the police. You tell us what we want to know. We'll shorten your sentence. Yeah, shorten. So but you still have. Yeah, a you're sentence. you're still in prison. Yeah, but he's still in prison. Maximum so security have had worse than murder prison? for less time. <laughs> maximum security or minimum security. You're still in prison. This is not prison to him. This is this not is to him, what he is. wants. This is his dream. <laughs> this is like the perfect situation for him. Because clearly he's so obsessed with this girl that. But they can't do it. I mean, they're not going to do anything about it. Like he can't do anything further. It's not like he can do anything else. To them, he's to <sighs> them. He's dead. Change the fact that it's dumb. to it's them. It's basically punishment. a death sentence to him, to them, because he's never going to do anything to them ever again. But he's he doesn't alive. exist. Anything is a but he doesn't sentence. exist to them. Or, no, he doesn't exist to anyone. He's just there. It might as well be dead. What's the difference between that and burying him? What's the difference between that and a maximum security life sentence? Yeah, but they could a uh, death sentence <laughs> or de- like a capital punishment. What's yeah, he worse? Doesn't exist anybody. He's just there living. <laughs> yeah. I know, but what's better? Except he's actually being punished and why? Right. <laughs> what's the difference between to them of him being buried or being in a tank for the rest of his life? Nothing. Doesn't change a sentence to them. Just because he's experiencing great things, fine. But I mean, you could even say that that's his heaven. But why not just give him a shorter sentence and put him in actual because he was going to go for doing something wrong, or because if he wanted to maintain some themes in the movie or have an impactful ending, he's forced to never use the machine again, and you have to remember this girl that you're obsessed with only off your mind. That's good. And then his, and then he gets older, and he, it's harder and harder to remember. Well, then he killed himself, and then two years, and he's the movie's over. There you go, perfect ending. Yeah, well, you if you wanted to show five. him old, well, well, they also in the movie talk about name a story with a happy ending. So he finally has his happy ending. It's no a, such it's a, happy no, he said there's no such thing. I know, as but happy. he created one. Now he has his happy ending. Gross. Hey. You don't have to like it, but it's wrapped up tightly in a bow and presented to you 
Anally. Anally. Shoved right up your ass. <laughs> it has to be shoved somewhere because I'm not eating it. Yeah, up your Willingly. ass. Your ass is eating it. All right, let's rate this thing. Ratings out of five for reminiscence. 2.5. 3.5. I'm also going 2.5 on this one. All right, let's move on. Let's get through some things we have watched in the past two weeks. I've got two. Who wants to start? Multiple. I don't have anything. So, uh, Jacob doesn't have anything. It's my busy week. <laughs> Watching any more Surfer Docs? No. Did watch? <laughs> Did you finish it? One isn't that an ongoing series? No, it's a, only once a week. So, did you watch the I two episodes? Since? I'm waiting. I'm just gonna wait until it finishes. So yeah. I can watch all of it instead of having to wait week by week. Um, I have two as well. Okay. You want to start, or you want me to? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, first, I started with Holy Motors, and uh, this is because I am anticipating watching Annette this coming week. Uh, we might do a feature review on it. So this is Leo Leo Carax's, uh previous film. Um, it's been on my list for a long time. Didn't really know what it was about. Just knew that it was super highly regarded. Uh, turns out it's a very surreal French, I don't know if it would fall under New Wave, but uh, art film. Um, very Lynchian. Surreal, like I already said. Um, trying to think of another director to compare it to. Anyway, it's, uh, I would largely say it's basically vignettes, um, but it does have a connecting plot thread, and that's the main character who has these quote-unquote appointments. Uh, each appointment that he goes to, he takes on a different persona, and, you know, events transpire. Um, there's, I would rough, I'd say there's probably like 10 appointments that he goes to. Um, and then there's an interlude also, which is the best part of the movie. Um, Why? Cause is it super visual or something? Or are you just uh, saying that because the movie's not that good and the interlude was well, I don't think the a break that from the but shitty the, movie? <laughs> <laughs> the interlude is funny, is interesting because there's it's just like a group of like 50 people playing accordions only. They like make the song that's the banger play accordions. It's catchy for sure. Uh, yeah, there's some vignettes that I like. Um, there's there's been a lot of people trying to explain this movie and um, I don't really think that it is going for anything and people are obviously going to debate that and you can call me dumb or whatever but the whole You're dumb. angle of, <laughs> of this is an Dummy. actor and this is about performance and um, it's a it's a meta film about, about film right this whole thing is uh, supposed to be about an actor taking on different roles and you know how we would perform those roles and things like that or uh this is a person you know people have to put on different masks every day and all this stuff i don't really buy any of that um and and anything that's anything that's like a lynchian film or like super surreal and doesn't have any explanation and you're pretty much just watching it for i guess how it makes you feel i mean you can put your own life into it you can put your own interpretations into it but i didn't get that much from this movie and none of the visuals were like super catchy or like interesting to watch right this was almost a chore to get through again some vignettes are better than others so those parts you know it picks up but then it'll go to another thing and it's just like okay I don't you know I don't care that much about Mm. this one and now I gotta watch this and you know so 
you pick and choose which ones you like. I mean, I, you could like them all. You could hate them all. It's it's definitely a toss up. It's a definitely a challenging watch. Um, I would not recommend it to any normal person. Um, definitely, if you're a lover of you know cinema and art, check it out. Like I'm not saying that you have to be to like it, or if you do like those things, you'll like it because I was met on it, but. I think it's um, it's made for those people spe- specifically. So yeah, it looks very art housey. Yeah, um, definitely weird, but um, yeah, I thought it was okay. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Probably wouldn't want to watch it again anytime soon. So going with a two for now. Could change in the future. Up or down? You think? Well, probably up. I wouldn't go down from that. Like, it's not poorly made. Nothing in it is bad. That's that's the thing with this is, like, the production, um, shots, you know, acting, all that stuff is great. It's just literally watching it is so much of a chore, especially more parts than others, that it brings it down from... I always say, like, a two and a half is either an average movie or a watchable movie. Yeah. And if this is something that, like, I don't want to watch again, I feel like I you know, have to go below that. But a lot of there's parts in it that kept it from going certain vignettes you'd watch over. Yeah, sure. Certain. I mean, yeah, you could literally pull parts from it totally out of context and watch it. And it'd be, and you'd be like, Oh, what movie is that from? And you say this movie and you'd be like, Oh, well, I was interested in seeing the rest of that story play out uh, real quick. I'll say my favorite parts was, was the interlude, the accordion interlude. I think the intro is interesting. Um, especially when you, put it in context with the rest of the movie it doesn't have anything to do with the main character uh it's actually the director that stars in like the the intro part um the motion capture scene and the the father picking up his daughter from a party is this rentable or is it streaming uh it's on canopy (laughs) just get a library card no i can use a thing but xbox doesn't have an app oh really i thought they did nope so you have to like either Chromecast it or, hmm. and it's just annoying. Yeah. You just need to get like a cheap fire stick or something. Or I can just plug my laptop in, but then that's yeah, that another work. Another step. Yeah. <laughs> Too much work. And then it never streams from laptop to screen as well. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, it just, it depends on whatever your, your laptop can max out at. So if you have a 4K laptop, then the image is going to be 4K. But if your laptop is 1080p, oh, it, I see what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You said you only have one. I he doesn't have any. Oh, you have none. No, I okay. watched a show anime. So I have one, <laughs> which is way deeper than a interesting one. <laughs> so we did a Del Toro premium not that long ago. <laughs> oh yeah, I so did I, see this. I saw on Netflix a little movie called Crimson Peak. A Doris Horror movie. Finally. <laughs> Good. Finally sold. And it is his best movie, I think, personally. You haven't seen Shape of Water. Correct. <laughs> Shape of Water, sorry. I like Crimson Peak, though. I'm, I did. I'm surprised I'm you liked it. Yeah. Well, I, it is gothic horror. So yeah, so you have, alley. this is right in my alley. You got yeah. gothic, romance, horror, and then you got Del- Toro's effects, which mm-hmm. play so well into this world. Yeah, I think does. this is his best I've seen, like I said, because every detail in this movie is so concise and so precise and so 
like even to the digital effects of like um screen like the way the screen would go away and it would be like a little tv you know and it would come back and it and it expand and you'd see a, a new scene and um you know jessica chastain is great in this um tom todd huddleston tom tom huddleston huddleston or Hindleston, whatever tom huddleston yeah, yeah. Amazing uh, main character. I forget her name. Mia Wachikowska. Yep. Yeah. Obviously, she's great. Um, but like just everything about this, the costumes incredible. The 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 mom or the the effects of the bloody soul that just like kind of haunted, kind of evokes a devil backbone. Devil's backbone. Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but this is like. Obviously, twenty years later, yeah, so it looks a lot better. Obviously, yeah. The special um, effects of the effects were all great. The 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 love, the romance, the twists, the everything just works for this movie. And I think that this best showcase what I view Del Toro as a director that I got from his premium. This kind of culminates everything, and I'm sure Shape of Water is even better because obviously, the more he's working in his style, the better it's going to get. That's at least the goal, right? You haven't seen Hellboy either, have you? Yeah, I have. I oh. just haven't seen Hellboy 2. That's better. So if I, Hellboy 2 and Shape of Water are the only two I haven't seen of his. You need to watch both of those. But like, this is just the culmination of everything, like I said, that I think Del Toro should be and can be is this film. And I and the Shape of Water, obviously, is supposed... Well, not obviously, but objectively better. Objectively. If you take, you know, other <laughs> well, objectively in the fact that best picture award <laughs> and yeah, that's your fact. There's your fact. Um, but yeah, I just, I absolutely love the movie. Um, just, just the overall, I think it was kind of boring at times. Like pacing was a little okay. And then some of the motivations didn't really make a lot of sense, but I again, mean, they might have known each other at least six months. So they knew each other even less. <laughs> And they Got loved em. each other just as much. <laughs> so, boom. <laughs> Reminiscence, full Got star. Full star. <laughs> full star. I was bump. wrong. Change your mind. <laughs> if Del Toro did it, yeah, it's fine. Clearly, it must be better than <laughs> I thought. Um, yeah, I just, I, I liked it a lot. And like I said, it's a perfect blend of like gothic horror romance, Del Toro. And I, I mean, the, the moss that was like red, just like when, when the, Cause it was hot or whatever and it would come up from the, when the snow, it would turn red when they would step every mm, step would yeah. be like that red moss. Oh, so good. When was the last time you saw it, Jacob? I, when it first came out. So 2016. Yeah. A long time ago. You need to revisit it. I think it was like 2018 when I saw it. Revisit Obviously it. it's on Netflix. So I went, why not? Big Del Toro fans. So I watched it immediately. Yeah. I think he, he deserves a rewatch. Especially I mean, with I'm your new with critical that. eye. Oh, the ones, uh, I mean, you guys have both seen it, so I can, it's not a spoiler. But the one scene where he asked um, uh, Charlie Hunnam, I don't forget his character's name, but he goes, where? Like, you think that he's going to stab him to kill him faster, but it's actually to stab him so he can survive the stab. That was good. Because I thought he was like, where? So he'd bleed out fast. So it was like a painless death. Mm-hmm. But it was actually just so he could live. That was really cool. I, I remember liking it. I just don't remember exactly how much I liked it. She stabs in the eye and you can see his eye fill up with blood. It's dope. 
Cool. Four banger. Four star. Probably could go up. All right. Uh, lastly, for me, finally got around watching Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And uh, say yeah. It, say it for all of them. After watching both, it's been a long time since I've seen either, but I don't know why I had the first one held in such high regard. I mean, the first one is great, um, but rewatching it and this one, the differences, like, obviously there's a big effects difference. Yeah. Massive huge. set piece difference. The second one has just way better set pieces. Action in the second one is better. Um, it's definitely a different vibe too. like. Oh, yeah action versus like kind of like a horror thriller in the first one right this never ending like it's almost like halloween it's almost like michael myers he never stops or it follows come, i was yeah, gonna say it follows, it follows yeah. exactly um but the ch- the corniness of the first one the 80s cheese on that one was so obvious and like mm-hmm. just bad whereas this one feels so much more timeless i feel like oh, you yeah. could watch this like anytime and be like you know just totally fine with it. everything passes like it's a blockbuster it's it yeah, feels I mean, like a 90s like die hard like yeah it's totally like up there with the best like mm-hmm. action movies and, absolutely um i literally only have like nitpicks for this movie mm-hmm. like there's a couple moments that are just like questionable like my least favorite thing is uh again voiceover sarah connor's voiceover um it's, it's not bad in all parts you know but like one yeah. point where she like explicitly says you know, watching him with the Terminator. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I knew he would be a father or who, figure. Yeah, like who thought that this would be the best father figure that he's had or whatever. And it's like we can see that it's so obvious that that's what they're building to. You don't need to say it. Yeah, um, I liked I liked what she said. Right. But the, f- the you didn't need to say it. Like if that makes sense. Well, I like, I like that, that the movie is doing that because I like. Yeah. I like right. um. What's his name? The kid, Edward Furlong, Arnold for the most part. I Edward thought he was be bad at sometimes, but like small moments, he was bad. Like he's a kid actor, right? But right. I oh, think yeah. for the most part, he fits the role very well. Mm-hmm. And just their relationship that they build, the a machine versus machine is much more interesting. And then you also have um, James Cameron, which is super well known for his strong female leads in all of his movies. In the Terminator. Right, Sarah doesn't have like any agency. She's the damsel in distress. Whereas this movie, She's she takes badass, on the badass yeah. role. Uh, it's you know her working in tandem with a Terminator. Like she just has a lot more agency. She does a lot more in this movie, and you know she can stand on her own. And that har- harps back to all of his movies, really. Um, maybe except Titanic. Jacob, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the set pieces in this are great. It looks amazing. Tons of blues. Um, Love blues. You do. Very, very blue movie. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I uh, appreciate it more probably now than ever. I don't know why I thought this was weaker than the first before, but. I don't know either. It's a full five banger for me. It's a light five. I do have nitpicks with it. Mm-hmm. A couple problems, but I, I got to give it. So did you? I gotta give it its due. No, I have to visit it because I don't know if you get it or two. The ending, where, so do you think that he was just listening to him, willy nilly, or do you think that he actually had to obey what he was saying, the kid? I think he had to obey what he was saying because at the end, he tells him not to jump in the lava, and he does anyway. Which leads you to it's one of two things: 
either he was pretending to listen to whatever the kid said. Well, it's it his um his or main, he, didn't. he can't self-terminate, but he the terminator will always follow his main mission first. If his main mission is to protect John and Sarah or John Connor, then he knows that his main priority is to destroy the chip in him. So that becomes his main priority. But then priority. The, does that become So he's like I have to do this. I can't self-terminate, so tell me to go in there. That's what I would. He tells say him not to go in there. I know, but so it's either like <laughs> I said, the only two things, or that I guess. Well, he yeah. thought the only way to protect him is to destroy himself. Right. That's what. I, yeah. I, I I could see that as a nitpick, but also I could use that explanation to flip. Right. That. Yeah. That's so, what I mean. Yeah. It could be explained. The I'm real question is, oh, we have not done Cumberdum on the show. We have to bring in the segment at some segment, point. Segment Cumberdum. I was gonna do it for the Spider-Man trailer, but. Didn't watch it, so I didn't watch it. I didn't either. <laughs> okay, so we'll start here. Come or dumb. The thumbs up when he's going down in the lobby. Oh, I liked it. Because there's a lot of comedic like elements in this. <laughs> yeah, I like, like it. Like this too. one's I way more it. was way like infinitely more comedy than the first one. Yeah. Which, oh yeah, because it's the it's the which, relationship right. with the kid and him. Yeah. Like he teaches him these things that a kid would do and seeing like a Terminator do it is just so goofy, like yeah. Yeah, they a lot taught, more he taught him how to thumbs up, so like that was Yeah. I liked it. I liked it too. Corny, but <laughs> f- it fits. It's 90s. Yeah, and it also yeah. fits in with the 90s. I mean, I, I, there's just been... That's Action been, that's been an ongoing like internet discussion forever, and I always think it's interesting to hear people's takes on the thumbs up shot. I just think that's also <laughs> in the 90s. Like, 90s was action comedy. Like, there was always comedic elements in all of the big blockbuster action movies. I mean, still. Mm-hmm. Marvel. Well, yeah. Sure, yeah. But Gotta like, have some levity in there, yeah. or else it's then it it's can't just be like too, yeah. it's not lighthearted action. It becomes right. like this dour, dark thing. And if you want that tone, then that's fine. But that obviously doesn't want that tone, like Matrix. But I mean, there are parts re- of it though. Well, the Matrix has some comedy in it. You might forget not as much, not like, as much, no. like, not as. But I mean, this movie comedy. is goes there too, right? The nuke scene, loved it. The that effects, nuke. this oh yeah yeah the yeah, dream sequence yeah yeah. Man, there's some good effects in this movie. I know. It's James Cameron. I know. I'm just saying I didn't remember how good they were. That's there is why I one think part there is one part where good. they do it's obvious that it's uh like a fake ma- oh. face or mask when he's getting like he's just taking shots to the yeah, face yeah, yeah. and it's ripping his face off. It's noticeable, but it's not as bad as Did the you first notice one. the stunt double too? On the bike uh, in front of the, the bike. Tr- in front yeah, of the tr- you because you pointed it out though, I don't think I would it's have noticed obvious. it like immediately. I mean, it's a guy that's similar build and sunglasses. But his hair is like longer too. Yeah. It's a nitpick. And he's a little bit whiter. Whiter? Like or lighter. Whiter. Oh, whiter. Sure. I don't look at his skin That's color. a nitpick. I don't see color. I'm <laughs> colorblind. I'm colorblind. <laughs> White color meets blue color. <laughs> I'm colorblind. <laughs> yeah. Loved it. Certified five banger. Light five, but definitely a five. All right. One more. Me and this, woo baby! I revisited a film. I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> Short. Think, oh no! I saw it on uh, just scrolling through Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, a little movie called Killing Them Softly, directed by Andrew Dominic, who the only other movie that he's really known for is the um, assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. And that was prior to this. I don't think he's done anything since this, has he? Killing him softly? Yeah, I, I don't, think so. don't know. He Not did a documentary, I know, I know, but 
Well, there you go. That's a movie. Well, one more time with feeling. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. Someone watch this. That's him. Um, it's probably why it's on there for him. So, Killing Me Softly is basically a mob movie. But it is such a dialogue-heavy mob movie. And that helps it out so much. Like, the characters in this are so well-established. Everyone does what they're supposed to do. And it's just, like, so... Like, I read Kyle's review, and interestingly enough, Kyle talks about how much he loves the movie and then doesn't give it the best score. <laughs> like, the score is... I gave it a four. Like, that's a no, good, you didn't. You gave it a three score. and a half. I have it at an eight on... I've only watched it once. I have it at an eight on IMDb. Three and a half on this. Um, you got me fucked anyway. up now. Yeah, I do. The, I don't know. Everyone, everyone in this movie is like, four now. nope, you can't. Well, it's on IMDb. It's but an eight on IMDb. Is that an IMDb rule? We have a letterbox. It probably rule. was slipped. <laughs> it probably was a missed. You have to rewatch it. That was in two hundred twenty-seven. I will to put it on my diary, but not to re-rate oh, well. it. Okay. Come on. Now we just break Splitting all the rules. Splitting hairs. Um, it's on IMDb. I fucking have it logged on IMDb. What do you want uh, me to do? It's two it, different ratings. Does uh, IMDb have the date you rated it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, it would. This is November sixth, two thousand fourteen. I could go to my movies and then go by recently rated and tell you. Okay, then I allow it. Don't worry, I'm looking. Don't talk about the movie, I'll <laughs> yes, find it. Yes, anyway. Um, everyone is just so, so, so good in this movie. Um, you get um, Gandolfini's in it. Uh, James Gandolfini, Ray Liotta, obviously, who's typecast and everything. Ben Mendelsohn, um, Scoot McNary, Brad Pitt, obviously. Um, then you have Richard Jenkins, who's a driver. And then... That's about it. But yeah, it's just so, so well directed and so well written. I think the writing in this is what really makes it excel because it's just the dialogue is just, like I said, so, so incredible. And I don't know how, how else to put it. Like, it's just so good. And then, um, you know, it's a, it's just a good mob movie that just has the best characters that you can ask for. And it's, I don't know how why anyone would not think that this is a great movie because it is very self-contained. It's not in your traditional New York, Chicago, you know, like these big cities. It's in like, we don't, I don't even know. What is it based in? Do you know? Um, <laughs> is it actually, I don't even know I what have it actually date says. Here. So it's been a long time. I rated this on October 20th, 2014. So you rated Letterboxd two weeks after. How do you know that? November 4th, 2014. It says it right here. November 6th, 2014. Hmm. So you rated it. So it was intentional. So I did, but I did this one first. But so you lowered it on Letterboxd after you watched it, after you reviewed it on Letterboxd. I didn't rewatch it though. I don't know, Kyle. Don't know what to tell you. If I <laughs> rated it on IMDb first, then wouldn't that be the mo- the rating that I want to use? Not if you wrote the re- did you write a review on that one? You can't write. Well, I mean, you can, but I don't know. I don't know, Kyle. <laughs> Whatever. I'll rewatch <laughs> it. I'll just rewatch it and change it. Fuck me. Yeah, rewatch it. Certified banger. Uh, hour and a half. Hour thirty-seven. So a really quick watch. Flies by. Um, there's not really. I don't know if he, I can knock anything on this. I mean, you wrote about the the drugs scene. I think that scene's pretty cool. 
Very. I don't um, remember what I wrote at all, honestly. So this was again. This was so seven years you ago. You talked about this, Kyle. <laughs> Remember that? This, this is seven how years Kyle. Ago. This is. No, I don't, we don't need to. No, read I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm read not reading Kyle's the whole review thing. word for word. Right? I'm not reading the whole thing, but I'll read the last couple sentences. Okay. Every performance is so on point in this movie. The acting is just impeccable. One of my only problems was Ooh, some. Impeccable. So one of my only problems was some tonal shifts. The drug scene didn't really work for me either, although it was very interestingly shot. Overall, I loved this movie. Three and a half stars. Maybe <laughs> fucking the, great. Actually, read the whole thing. That's a fucking banger review right there. Heaven forbid I'm No, not, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's maybe like, <laughs> maybe the drug scene didn't make sense to you because in that world, I, I don't even remember sense. what happens it's in so, this movie. So I don't even you're re- thinking of it from our world. Uh, here's in that the thing, world, it makes sense. I know. remember one thing that happens in this movie. It's the, him at the bar and he's watching the news or whatever. And it's it's whenever this is set is the current events that are happening on the news. Yeah. There's a lot of current events. It's all I remember. There's a lot of like they listen to the radio a lot. It's like there's like political. The tie-ins ba- to the, yeah. Yeah, there's it's about the tie-ins um, to the film. It's about the um, yep, the bailouts. Obama's president. He become actually the first scene is him like his inaugural speech, I think. Um, so it's like very tied in politically. Um, but thanks, Obama. Yeah, it's all I remember. I don't yeah. remember anything about this movie. <laughs> Kyle, heaven forbid a mob movie be smart and filled with dialogue. First, first sentence. No sarcasm, obviously. I know. Okay. Pretty underrated film. I think this. People just wanted a pure violent mob movie, and this is not that. Genius. <laughs> yeah. I read <laughs> three and a half. I'm like, everything he said was like, probably was, great, okay, that incredible sounds like, movie. That sounds Love like it. a four Fantastic. star. That sounds like a four star review. So I'm going with my original IMDb rating, which is four stars. And you'd be wrong because this is a certified five banger. Okay, wow. Well, I got to rewatch. I said tonal shifts. Drug scene obviously didn't work. Did you even watch the movie? The drug scene? Come on. Drug scene was great. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't remember that. So I'll rewatch no, it. No, the drug scene is a very important scene in the movie. I bet. Extremely I important. I can't remember it, so. So anyway, Jacob, Kyle, Netflix, hour and a half. You Jacob doesn't that. watch shit you tell him to watch. I told him to watch Piercing a month ago. He hasn't fucking even or started it. Or Eyes of My Mother. <laughs> he watches 100 Foot Waves or whatever it's called. Nothing to say. Get right. real. <laughs> You're right. I won't. Watch. Tell me not to watch it. <laughs> uh, heaven forbid you watch this movie. I watch it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually watching my phone right now. <laughs> yeah. Add it to the queue. Yeah. Oh wait, my list. Yeah, you speak you. All right. Yep, that's it. Five banger. Sweet. Love it. Two five bangers back to back. That's what we like to see. Got to get ready for the top 100, right? Mm-hmm. That's why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, so next week, it, we're a little bit. It's a bit of a toss-up right now. Uh, it is Labor Day. We're gonna try to record. Um, if we do record, we're probably going to do Demonic and Annette, uh, and then we're gonna push Shang Chi to next week because. On Labor Day weekend, it's going to be very hard for all of us to get out to the theater to see Shang-Chi. So, um, Annette is streaming on Amazon Prime. Demonic is on VOD. uh, And then the week after will be Shang-Chi. So, stay tuned for that. If we can record. If we cannot record, um, then the next show will be uh, Malignant and Shang-Chi probably as a double feature there. So, stay tuned for that. All right. Anything else for you guys? No. Oh, speaking of Malignant, mm-hmm. was watching Watch Out on Hulu. It's they're showing trailers. Mm. So yeah, I started I know, seeing. I'm seen. like, this looks pretty. Oh no, 
Like, yeah, that's I the worst thing about away. going to theaters to watch movies. Yeah, you gotta watch because I always <laughs> end up watching all the shows and I didn't want to see them. Yeah, but there's nothing else to watch at the time. Yeah, but so. be weary because <laughs> Mal- *Malignant* is is definitely showing previews on Hulu. So, all right, if you start seeing for some, everybody. if you start seeing some blues and reds, Jacob, don't get sucked in. I know you want to. It'll be difficult. <laughs> he just gets hypnotized right away and has to watch it. But I want to touch it. <laughs> Dave made a maze. Probably do. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. If you want to send us a question or comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. I'm on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I'm on both those as JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening as well. Cheers, guys. <laughs>